life. Anyway, welcome back <laughs> to <laughs> a Negro classic. <laughs> um, welcome back, guys. I am uh, Dolores Van Cartier, <laughs> and I am Maya Moore. This is the read. Thank you for being here. It is indeed that, and thank you for being here. Um, I think this is our uh, end of 2021 in terms of uh, fresh, hot off the um, skillet content here. Mm-hmm, yeah. Holiday seasons. <laughs> all the, yep. It, that's right. And all the mess straight from Instagram will have to wait until January 10th after today. But we're going to do as much of it as we can today. Just for y'all. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> speaking of the holidays, today's Black Excellence goes to uh, an amazing soul and teacher by the name of Turquoise Wa- Parker. Sorry, I was about to say Walker. Turquoise Parker. She's a teacher in North Carolina and since 2015 has been breaking her back past just teaching to collect money and donations to make sure that her students are fed over the two week break. And uh, during oh, the holidays. yes, I saw this. So uh, back in 2015, she got a message from one of her children's parents who basically uh, said to her that she didn't have anything for her kids for holiday season. And since then, she's been working with her husband, Donald, uh, to purchase food, collect donations um, so that the kids are taken care of, fed and happy and healthy throughout the holiday break. Uh, they've gotten Amen. help from an attorney by the name of Greg Doucette. Uh, apologize if I said your name wrong. Uh, volunteers and other people in the community who uh, wanted to pitch in and help. And they've been doing it every year since then. And this year, they raised over $100,000 and were able to feed all the children in 12 different schools around wow. the area. Holy shit. I don't know. It was 12 schools worth of kids. Wow. More than 5,000 students were able to get food uh, for the holiday break by way of this amazing uh, teacher and all of the people who worked alongside her to um, spread some holiday cheer. You know, as I get old and crusty and uh, gray and sallow and... and, and (laughs) <laughs> you are none of those things <laughs> i you know forget about holiday spirit sometimes i'm just like oh god what do i have to buy oh god i haven't bought anything yet mm-hmm. what do i have to buy and who for yep okay 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 okay. and there's not like the magic of the holidays when you're a kid and mm-hmm. like you it's very different as an adult <laughs> you get them them uh red and green hershey kisses you know the the hershey mm-hmm. kisses with the green foil on them that's right that's right not just the regular silver bitches that's right some of them are gold ho for the holidays bitches at school mm -hmm, and you color and it's like ooh, you know what i mean there's it's like way more involved Mm -hmm. when you're a child uh it's probably another reason why people have kids so you can be involved in that magic again i mean yeah the only time i don't hate white chocolate is when it's in that special hershey's kiss that's like a stripe thing where it's like a Milk chocolate and, and a white chocolate mix. That's the only time I'm good. like, this isn't the worst thing in the world. Inside, like, I would still eat this. Yeah. Yes, you know, a little something to jazz it up. But yeah. yeah, the holidays are so, they're just magical when you're a kid, if you're fortunate enough to to have that experience. And 
it is not like that when you're big and grown and niggas is looking at you for twenty dollars in their card. It's just it's different. It, it's very different when you're not used to just opening presents and eating good all day and playing with your new toys and your cousins. Like it just is not the same experience. So I feel you. Well, shout out to Mrs. Turquoise Parker though and company. Yeah, doing what the government should be doing for. There you go. I'm Making so sorry. sure that there are there is some magic for some children in the yeah. area of North Carolina and around. I mean, and it's food. Like, really, really, it's food. Yeah, right. The country about, that brags drive. about being so. Sure it's not like fed. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's not like every kid in twelve different schools got a fucking PS six or five or whichever one is the. We're on one. five. Yeah. Five. It's not like that happened. It's literally f- nourishment while y'all are out from school. Because we know school is the main place you eat. This is a failure on the American government, but like truly a a triumph of this woman. So, oh my goodness, wait a minute. Shout out to her. As we're speaking, I'm just realizing that I didn't watch the second episode of Abbott Elementary. Oh, it's not out yet. It doesn't come out till January 4th. <gasps> <laughs> okay, Quinta, because you know I was stalking her Twitter like, bitch, where is it? And she said they'll be back in January, so... NBC plays. How you gonna do the fucking first episode then be like, see you girls next year? It was like a special premiere just to get us all excited and then be like, and you'll wait another three weeks and you'll like it. Like, girl. No, I won't like it. I actually <laughs> I won't. won't. I'm actually miserable every day because I need Quinta's show because I adore it. So why are you playing with me? Oh, but you know what is good? Tabitha Brown's YouTube show. Now it is for children. Excuse me? It's called Tabitha Brown has a YouTube show. It's called Tab Time. It is for kids. I mean, it is for small kids. Uh, it is I for would like imagine. your under. I'm not it is for like your under tens. <laughs> but when I tell you I adore it, okay. she has a heart named Lovey who reflects all of her emotions. And sometimes is it voiced Lovey by Lovey. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, that would be amazing. But <laughs> missed opportunity. But okay, keep going. <laughs> But Lovey doesn't have a voice. Lovey is a heart that isn't sentient, I guess. But um, sometimes Lovey is like rainbow colors because you can feel more than one emotion at one time. And no matter how you feel, it's valid and your feelings make you special and they make you you. And she goes on all these adventures like with her garden and she has this spatula that is absolutely Is this animated insane. or is it giving lamb chops play along? So it's partly animated. Like the stuff that is clearly fake. Like she has an avocado friend named Avi. That nigga is animated. The spatula she would. She would. and whatever that are. But she yeah. also has. So those things are animated. Lovey is animated, obviously. But um, she has like Miss Tab's lab. Where real people come in, real grown-ups come in What's the and show us how like to do something. It. All of it. I love the whole fucking show. I love every bit of it. <laughs> I love when portion. she's like, it's amazing. First of all, her voice is so soothing. I loved her true. sleep story that she put out with Carmen. So when I saw the trailer for this, first of all, Jabria was in it. Oh, well, so that's a, like, okay. Absolutely, bitch. Everyone I'm loves Jabria. In. But it's just like, it's very sweet. She's teaching the kids basic things. 
um, you know, like how different things in life work. And she does, she has a craft time with like two random children. That's what Jabria was part of. And DJ Crafty, who is an animated like crafting box or whatever. So she does cute stuff like that. And like but then it's why also, cauliflower tastes better than the wings of a chicken. Or, um, you know, she doesn't do too much of like the vegan propaganda, okay. but she does say, you know, I'm using sun butter instead of certain other things. Cow butter. So she'll do that. But she um she also has this moment where she recaps the day with the kids and they're there with the heart thing and she talks about feelings and how <laughs> you might be going through something rough and it doesn't mean that there's saved. something wrong with you. I am. Because if a if a children's show had been talking like this, telling me that no matter how I feel, it's okay. I don't even know what that could have done for me. Probably two years of therapy right there. Just hearing that I can have whatever feelings and it doesn't mean something is wrong with me. So I love Tab Time. I hope the rest of y'all who have kids probably are watching it. I think the people who have kids really love it because they can sit their kids in front of it. But um, yeah, well, not a, not for adults, though. Really, really, unless you're in need of therapy, not for adults. Well, that sounds very sweet for the children. And I enjoy Tabitha. It is. I mean, I personally was, uh, I felt looked after uh, as a child myself because <laughs> Barney let me know that you know something? Oh, Christ. <laughs> if all of the raindrops were lemon drops and, and gum drops. or gumdrops, <laughs> man. What man, a rain. That, that would, be. would be a rain. And I was like, girl, you were right. And it just opened up a layer of thinking for me and imagination that truly still, um, I still hold dear. And then I also realized, you know, like, if I can, like, if we can all go and play together where there's bright and sunny weather, if we could all go to Gullah Gullah Island, mm. man. Oh, now that was the real one right there. Gullah Gullah Island. That Friendship. was my shit. Now, Barney, I was technically too old for Barney, but I watched it anyway. And I watched it religiously. Yeah. And I told myself that I watched it, you know, for whatever reason, my baby brother or whatever else. But really, I watched Barney because I enjoyed it. I loved looking in the Barney bag and finding a lot of things, gizmos and gadgets and odds and ends. Man. And even some old string. I so loved it. I adored Barney. <laughs> and you know something else? You know something else? A lifelong lesson. Clean up. Clean up. Yes. Everybody, Everybody everywhere. And everywhere. <laughs> That's clean right. up, clean up. And here's the here's the most important part. This is really That's the message. Right. Everybody do, do your share. Your share. Wow. Do your share. Wow. Do your share, Jeff Bezos. Do your share, Elon Musk. Everybody do your share. Wow. I, the, the girls missed the message and it's too bad it because it really was so important, so powerful. It was bigger so than impactful. just cleaning up. It was, yeah. it was. So Get between Barney and Oprah, that was really my, you yeah. know, I was the type of kid who came home after school, took the bus home and let myself in the house and chilled out at home for a couple hours till my parents got home. And I used to watch Barney, I think at three or three thirty, and then Oprah came on at four. Yep. And then I looked at Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was every day of my life. I damn sure did. <laughs> the children will never know. 
<laughs> you know, really it was a won't. nice time. School really, stayed at really school. Won't. School stayed at school. Whatever drama you had at school, it you didn't have there. to worry about niggas calling you, texting you, tagging you on Instagram about some shit that happened at school. It stayed at school. It was it was a different era. The girls cannot relate anymore. You had to like go to the mall or the park to see them bitches outside of school. You did. You did. They had to have your home phone number and call at a time when your parents would let you talk. Because <laughs> 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 don't let it be while I was doing homework or eating dinner or doing my chores. or And girl, the introduction of dial-up. <laughs> it was all out the window. <laughs> oh, that changed everything. Child, I will wait till never mind. I'm telling too much of my uh, trauma. Man. But just what what was we talking about? Who knows? Tabitha, congratulations. I think Yes, it it's a great show. I and love Tab Time, even though it is absolutely not for me. I do adore it. <laughs> nice to care about children. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For those of you. It's true. Care. Amen. All right. So let's move on into our hot top section. Our pop culture section, I mean, that is called Hot Tops. Um, do you want to fuck my whole man? Oh my and bust God. right on my face. <sighs> or you can shoot it in my ass. Just have my cash. Or get up out my face. No, you can't bring your buddies. Unless they're hot. Because all of my tricks are fly. Wow. Do you want to fuck this whole man? Oh my God. Do you really have my dove man? I only got Bitcoin. Okay, bye. <laughs> Not only got Bitcoin. Where to begin oh this week? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> let's see. Now, I've really collected a ton of garbage. Oh, wow. And, okay. Uh, Great. I bet I Summer Walker's in there somewhere. <laughs> uh-oh. Hold on. Let me... Oh, no. Don't look it up. No, if, she, if she's not, then don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, no. Let's do some catching up. I did it uh, to myself. I did it to myself. <laughs> let's see. Oh, this is fun. All right. We'll save this for later. We'll get okay. to that. We'll get to that. We're going to start with uh, <laughs> start with um, Miss Megan the Stallion, who uh, we're not going to talk about the uh, courtroom drama because I just I'm waiting for that to be like, here's what the judge said. Mm-hmm. That's I'm not yep. even going to hold you like I'm Same. just waiting for decisions and then we can. I just don't want to go it. through the back and forth of it all because right. my opinion is not going to change every Send two that weeks get a jail. I don't yeah. just let me know what she's Send him about. to jail. Send him to jail. Um, so rather we're gonna talk about the fact that apparently Megan the Stallion has just inked a first look deal over at Netflix. Um, which she's okay, incredibly fine. excited about. So this means that she's partnering with them uh for new uh televised ventures and productions uh that basically her idea is she take him to Netflix first, say, hey, girls, we should do this. And Netflix will be like, hmm. And then they either do it or they don't. And if they don't, she can take someone else. Right. That is my understanding. Got it. Um, so this means that the new latest graduate of Texas Southern University 
um, can go over and have new productions over at Netflix. And it got me thinking. After I finished Squid Game Season 2 or, I don't know, Too Hot to Handle or, I don't know, maybe <laughs> one day I'll watch The Circle. Uh, Dean I Slayer. adore The Circle. I know I you do. I love The Circle. It's I really do. fresh so mess. Fun. Yeah. It's pretty awful. <laughs> it is. It's fresh mess. That's true. Um, what would a Megan The Stallion thing be? Now, I see a quote here from uh, Netflix's head of comedy, which, I mean, that could cover a bunch of bases. But she says, uh, Tracy Acosta, Megan is a multi-talented creative force who has consistently made her mark on the culture. She's sickening. She's great. She's the moment. That's not what it says. Mm-hmm. But like after the culture part, I made it up. But that's what it is. Yes. Right? Um. And so I'm like, hmm, what would she be giving us? So here's my, like, what do you think? I'm thinking uh, like a, a new age college hill. Yes, I was thinking Texas niggas, Houston niggas, and college-age people in Mm -hmm. a reality-based situation. please. That's exactly, and especially because Texas don't have no rules about the pandemic. They like, what pandemic? Vaccine? Never heard of her. Mass? Don't know what that is. Let's take it back to the mid-2000s. Yes. Where we really got Do their ghetto shit. Yes, do their ghetto shit. (laughs) We really just got unabashed in our car. I do see it. Like, yeah, I would love that. Like a, a fancy uh, mm-hmm. Rock Nation paid for ranch style home. Yes. We're hot motherfuckers in, in, in mm-hmm. Houston. And I mean, let's be honest. Who ain't fine in Houston? I mean, I mean, it's a lot. It's a disproportionate number of fine people in Houston. It and they know it. makes no anyways so there's that just like living in a house together and going to school mm-hmm. and having drama Ooh, college show used to be so good oh yeah niggas was in a couple or in a relationship and then they not niggas was supposed to be in a relationship with somebody who wasn't in the house but then cheated the very night they got there and didn't stop like remember when just- they went to like it's like american Where love island it? but make it negro and young they what? had one in Langston, which let me tell you, we was like, yo, College Hill is filming in Oklahoma. We were so proud. Where was the <laughs> island one? Was it the Virgin Islands or was it Barbados? Oh, I don't remember. It was the Virgin I'm Islands. It was the Virgin Islands. Okay. When they, I remember when they were like, oh, we're going to do College Hill and Virgin Islands. I was like, this is a mistake. You, this. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I don't think that you have any understanding. And then it was like, oh, we're going to take some American niggas and mix them in a house with niggas oh, from the islands. No. And I remember being like, who can I call? This is an emergency. I need someone to, like, to understand that this like is unsafe. And, yep. and then there was blood. And it was, yep. And then it was literally that. Literal so you weren't wrong. Drawn blood. <laughs> Ooh, that was you a good were season. not wrong. <laughs> College U was great. It, it was, was ghetto was... and a mess. And at some point they went to school. Like maybe season one and two. Maybe some of them did go to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, it was. I mean, it was it was great. We adored it. So I can see Megan revamping that um 
in some way, maybe using, but definitely whatever it is is going to be young and it's going to be Negro. Pitch and it's two. Be fine. Drive the mm-hmm. boat. Uh, okay, I'm a, listening. Um, what's that show on Bravo with the motherfuckers that work on a boat? Them white people and they like work oh, on the, like a yacht deck, above deck. You're close. It's somewhere there. It's something. Deck. Something with a deck in it. Let me see. Well, we could call it drive the boat or don't get decked with with niggas that work on a boat. It's called below deck. <laughs> that should have been obvious. Um, not me saying above and under. Niggas that work on a yacht <laughs> and like, ooh, and like South Beach because then you know someone's going to get stabbed. Okay. Oh, wait, I no. We want to, we want like, okay, we want positivity. Um, I mean, they won't and then, maybe like, show the stabbing, but <laughs> yeah, we know we want we want everyone to be Still, safe and we and need sound. it. Also, pitch three instead of Master Chef, Master Hotties. Where okay, this is a working title. Fix your face and stop being disrespectful. I just I'm, I'm this, just like, wondering, are they going to cook or what are they going to do? A barbecue style. Oh wow, <laughs> Master Chef esque. <laughs> Okay. Imagine Master Chef. Mm-hmm. But black cuisine. Oh my. Or. Yeah. And or black cooks. Only. Okay. Executive produced by Megan the Stallion. Possibly right. hosted and or judged by Megan the Stallion. I can't. <laughs> I don't need to be a judge. I don't need to have anything to do with this. Please just send me, um, what are those things? A care package with some barbecue mm-hmm. sauces in it. I'll take yeah. some steaks. I'll take some steaks. Um, okay. Those are the only ideas I've come up with now. I mean, she could also do some fun scripted stuff. Maybe something about, I don't know. I want her to do, ooh. Why didn't I think of this? Why didn't I think of this? Mm-hmm. They have pop anime. Oh, duh. She loves anime. <laughs> oh, that's Megan, so smart. A magical Absolutely. girl rapper anime voiced by. Yes. Oh, no. You call. I think you just. I was going to say, I think you just called it. Because like the food thing is, is a good idea. <laughs> It's a good idea, but they already have like an American barbecue showdown show on Netflix. So I'm like, I don't know if they would bring in another black ish because of course there's white people on it. But, you know, it's mainly niggas because it's barbecue. And so um, but yeah, if if they're willing to sink the budget into an anime and the illustrators and all that, that that would uh, require, I think that would be incredible because she actually is into that shit. And when she starts talking about anime, I do not have no idea what Megan be talking about ever, ever. I never know what she's talking about when she talks about anime. So I think that's a brilliant idea, actually. I hope she does it. Speaking of uh, new shows and new fun and black queens and black things. It was a blessing to uh, receive information today that the one and only. The mother of dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Tina 
Bloss and herself. Mama mm-hmm. Tina, if we may. Has her own show coming to Facebook Watch. Talks with Mama Tina. And we'll get into my FOMO later. We'll first discuss the uh, uh, description of the show. So Mama Tina is essentially gathering together uh, with some of her faves, some interesting folks, some people she's got relationship with, relationships with, maybe some folks mm-hmm. whose brains she might just want to pick. And they're going to be uh, having conversations, revelations, and gumbo over Miss <laughs> <at laughs> Tina's <laughs> humble abode. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, everyone from Chloe as well as Hallie, Kelly Rowland, <laughs> uh, Zendaya, Sierra, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, uh, mm, I believe John David wow. Washington is going to be on the program. Uh, I mean, Storm Reed, the girls, as well as yep. the guys, as well as parents of the girls and guys. So people are going to be uh, having fellowship with Mama Tina as well as Mm -hmm. uh, her cooking and probably getting the wise uh, words, advice and um, warmth of uh, not only a a black mom, which most of us who deserve could use, uh, but a black mom who's traveled the world, made loads of money, um, birthed. (laughs) icons that have birthed icons so now we arrive at my FOMO I'm not going to act as if I amn't jealous because (laughs) (laughs) I don't even need to be on the damn show what I would give Mm -hmm. to just have a fork (laughs) one fork not the food. Just one <laughs> fork of Ms. Latina's cooking, as Let well as an, a sentence of advice. And I feel like, I feel like this woman is one of those people who would like ask you one question and then you would instantly burst into tears. Mm-hmm. Very Oprah-ish in that way. Absolutely. I can see that. And it's even... More relatable because it's all these black people and who amongst us has never gone to our Mima's house to eat something and let our burdens down. Like, it's just. (laughs) And then the babies talking about, let's talk about it, grandma, at the beginning of the song and Beyonce stepping all the way into her. Oh, yeah, we didn't even get into that. We didn't even get get into the theme song. But like the premise itself, watching the promo video, I was just like, who... Who amongst us has yeah. never been here? You know, who hasn't yeah. done this? And it just, it already feels so familiar and I cannot wait for it to come out. It's just a, such so a good excited. idea. It I'm, is a, a it brilliant really idea. Is. It really It's is. the smartest having Tabitha Brown do that children's show. <laughs> it is just that brilliant. It is. <laughs> it's perfect. Some things so I can't are just wait. a given. Some things yep. are just a they given. They just make sense. Tabitha yep. Brown having a vegan show for kids, a given. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it is. <laughs> cooking gumbo and talking to the children about their burdens not vegan yep but also perfect alignment <laughs> and i can't wait 
I really can't. Oh my god, it looks so good. I hope my this is Chloe and Hallie. I hope this morphs into a tour, also like Oprah. Because you know, Oprah would give you a segment and then she would take it international. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Blue Ivy, who is the family's um yeah. public health correspondent true and uh advisor i don't think she'll allow her grandmother to tour at Smart. least in 2025 right yeah. Yeah, you know true. she's keeping an eye on the variants and i don't think I she'll allow it but but that would be amazing and it, no especially because if like everybody in the audience gets you a bowl of gumbo <laughs> if it's like included in the price of admission is you get to also eat this dinner like bitch, there's a bowl please. of gumbo under she, under your chair you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> utensils included um, um but what a serve to be able to just be like here's my new show as well as the theme song performed by beyonce and her children mm-hmm. and i bet you it was free i bet you nobody charged uh, <laughs> Tina was probably paid for that theme song. Facebook probably (laughs) cut Miss Tina herself a check. Here are your things for creating all of this. Yes, just to send the just to send the text. Thank you so much. (laughs) Right, I can fully see that. I really can. Then being like, we know that it um, is a lot to ask you to text your daughter, and so therefore we'll be giving you an additional two point five million for the inconvenience, but. Of course, Beyonce sounds so good. And it just, uh, I love that. It's like obvious Beyonce is not finna do this show, but you don't we know are that. still gonna. Right. And we, um, she can you get know, season you know finale tease. You don't know that. You're right. You're right. We don't know that. I just highly doubt that. If there is a show, I feel like she'll do it. children will do it. She'll, I think she'll do it. Mm, I mean, I, I don't think it's impossible. I fully feel like she will do it. It's her mother. I just think it's. Right. I just think it's unlikely. I think Beyonce is like, I support your shenanigans, but you know, I'm not going to be a part of it. Cause you Maybe know, anytime that she, one. anytime she or Blue are on, um, Miss Tina's Instagram, Instagram it's always like voice very, only. Very candid. Or she like, don't play that. <laughs> it, it's Miss Tina's birthday or something like that. Right. right. I feel like that's a two way street. I feel like Miss Tina is also just like, I'm not supposed to suppose y'all like what I gave birth to you. I changed your diapers. I mean, before. and that's another thing. It wasn't like she was hurting for guests. All the people had to do was send out Hello? an email and be like, Miss Tina wants I to talk to you. Live and die in Britain. <laughs> like, girl, are you kidding me? <laughs> Like, I'm sure there's right. no shortage of people that are of hitting people. up agents, managers, publicists, yep. and the like. They're like, how do I how get on I talks get on with Mama Tina? Yep. Hello, exactly. please, and thank you. So there's right. no there's no hurting, I think, of like, and all, and the people that we saw in the preview were like wide open, obvious choices. I think these are like all yep. people that she has relationships with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, these are people that right. she people personally we've seen on her Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> like her she, fam. But mm-hmm. I would wouldn't be surprised if there is an episode where Solange and Beyonce pull up. And I'm sure that Facebook is already begging her and, and Miss Tina is like, oh, you know, they are, you know, they are, you know, they are begging. <laughs> like, let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room, girl. Ms. Lawson is what like, about Beyonce this and is my Solange. <laughs> this is my time. That's right. It's talks with Miss Tina, not talks with Miss Tina's kids. Hey, right, thank you. Get into that. <laughs> And I'm interesting all by myself. What did the cat of Doja say? Get into it, yeah. (laughs) 
that was Ashley Darby. But yeah, um, it looks like a great show, and I can't. This. I did. I did. Am I a Doja so Cat sorry. fan? Get into it, yub, and and if you oh, got a truck, did. then yeah. <laughs> What? Of course, you a fan. You 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 a Doja Cat. All she had to do was shit. say yes. Y'all look exactly. All alike. she had to do was say yes. She just got out of out of bounds and excited. Cause she's biracial. No, I'm talking about <laughs> Mama who was on Wendy. Uh, oh, isn't her name Wendy? For Potomac, who was like, "Am I a Nicki oh. Minaj fan? Pull up oh, in the okay. strong in the Sri Lanka in the Tonka. What? The Her? Way, the the way I thought you were saying that Ashley Darby said that about Doja. No, I'm talking about <laughs> the meme of Wendy <laughs> right. when she was Never on. Mind. I think she was on Wendy when she was talking about like, yeah, talking Minaj about the reunion. Fan. What? Yeah, what? it's all clicking now. My it's all my twins now. big like Tia Tamara. What? Like, Girl, I was like, no, please. that's not. All you had to do was we say don't. yes. You could have just lied right. and said yeah. You didn't have to perform. She got there are enough people who excited. are Nicki Minaj fans that we're not going to like disbelieve you if you right. say that you are. Like we're not going to ask you to prove it, girl. Nicki's not obscure in any way. So. But it's such a good stand Twitter and TikTok meme that I feel like the kids have gotten over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. Them. It's so crazy how fast they turn these little audio clips into something viral. I so. can't keep up. Me either. And I don't, I let the young people do what they do. I love it every time. So now that Barry Hankerson and Blackground 3.5 or whatever the fuck they're doing over there now have, um, you know, released Aaliyah's music streaming services and announced plans for future projects. Here we are in um, the present day with a brand new Aaliyah single featuring none other than The Weeknd with one E, two E's instead of three. <laughs> oh, right. It doesn't have three E's. <laughs> this, yeah, that last E was like, no, thank you. I don't want to be a part of I this. I totally girl. forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. that. He okay. popped that last E. That's why it's not there. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, my God. Is th- I bet that's why. Please don't I do that. I bet it. that's why it's not there. You know there. what? Now that you've said it, I was joking, it, I but I it dare. I no, because now why. it makes sense. I mean, the way he feels about drugs, I fully believe it. <laughs> Sick, man. I hate you for pointing that out because that's probably it. Um, so I wonder if anybody s- has ever asked him. They probably have. Oh, you know they have someone, if not we here, someone in fucking like Australia was like, "Sir, right. why do you?" <laughs> I'm sorry. Ooh, we. <laughs> why? Why? Why'd you leave out that A and you and you name that? I feel like that for me, in my opinion, was better than I expected it to sound. Okay, and then I am glad for you if you exceeded your own expectations. I did. I do. Okay. Well, I'm I'm pleased with myself. I'm prepared for the hatred counts. and also uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. the hate mail. And possibly, um, I don't know, hacking of some sort. But um, in in terms of my own expectations, I'm very yeah. satisfied. I feel like I mean, I'm the Brits there. are only the the Brits will barely speak to me, so I get yeah, it. I'm a little bit more comfortable with what I can do with the British accent. Mm-hmm. Um, but oof, Australia, New Zealand, <laughs> those places are a little bit more complicated. And I'd and like Australia and New Zealand sound exactly the same to me. Right. <laughs> like exactly the we same. I cannot hear that. I mean, I'm just saying. 
It may be my ignorant American ears, but I cannot hear the difference. In New Zealand? I think in both places, yeah. They're a couple. Oh, well, you know, it's not their fault. niggas are everywhere. Yeah, it's not, there. everywhere. it's not It's literally not our fault. What were we supposed to do? We didn't have guns. Right. I mean, it's not my fault that um, I ended up in the U.S. of A. <laughs> Trust I didn't ask. I didn't so. I could but, have been born uh, in Jamaica now that I think about it. I'm first I'm listen, first born. <laughs> you're first generation. First gen. <laughs> you are. This, ain't have not none, me. this didn't even have to have nothing to do with me. I'm like sixth gen. <laughs> so <laughs> this had everything to do with me. I mean, your family, you, I mean, a good portion of your DNA was here before white people were. Oh, yeah. That's so, true as there well. Is, there is that. That's there is not that. false. That's not false. There's that. But <laughs> most of it came over on one you're of them. You're the votes. avatar. <laughs> <laughs> have you completed the I last I still have not no Disgusting. have I even finished the first I think I watched one and a half episodes and it gets gay it's by the time you get weird. to Cora it gets gay it's so good Crystal like it's so give it a chance I will I will do that it's so good I'm actually I'm gonna do that getting ready to rewatch it because a friend of mine a new friend of mine has a uh What's it called? An Earth Kingdom tattoo on his arm. And I was like, why? Why'd you pick Earth Kingdom? And then we got into the lore and we got into all of the excitement. And I was like, oh my God, I love Avatar so much. I have to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you should watch it. I think you'll like it. If you like Steven Universe, I think you'll like it. Give it a chance. Earth Kingdom is like Earth Signs. Is that why you said that to me? Because I'm an Earth Sign? No. Oh, oh okay. but good, good. That's a good point. But no, that they okay. So you have the different like regions of the avatar, but it's not like Earth Kingdom and Water Kingdom and Fire Kingdom. Essentially, and Air Kingdom. essentially. Oh, it is. You have the okay. Fire Nation. You got the Earth, uh, the Earth Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Forgive me, uh, super fans, if I'm, if I'm doing this right. I mean, I'm doing this wrong. <laughs> and then the water uh, folks, they had like their, they were in the cold. So I haven't watched this in a while. There was like a water kingdom, water tribe. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were referred to as a tribe. Okay. And then air, which was Aang's. They, they were like Benders. monks. Yeah. The air people were in their own their own place as well, and so the Fire Nation they're kind of like the Republicans. Okay. Oh, air nomads. Yes, nomads. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's yes. right. Very um sports sorts of you. Yeah. Shout out to Google. And so, uh, what we're we talking about? Oh yeah. Okay. So Aaliyah has a song with the week. Oh yes. And oh boy, is the last airbender. I get it. The last one. The last one. Because the very that's last. what the air nomads can do. They can bend air. And they all the other niggas can bend the other like elements. Beckham, hun. Got it. Oh my it. God, I used to love that movie. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it for that's sure. So I really bad. am. Oh, God. Can't wait. Can't wait to update you guys. Um, I think that if I get another dog, which I'm absolutely going to do, I might name it Momo or Appa. Oh, Appa. Mm, that classic character. Which one is it? Appa was, was she not the bitch who was right there when he woke she? up and getting on his nerves? Oh, Appa's a he? Mm. Oh, Appa's an animal. Yeah. Appa is a bison. Oh, Appa bison. is like, Appa is like the dog in Never Ending Story. <laughs> sure. Is that a dog That's or how I... a dragon? Uh... I never knew how to answer that. 
I mean, I, I just felt like it dragon. had big floppy ears. <laughs> I think it's a dog dragon. <laughs> the ears definitely gave me dog. Hold on. Never but the body gives me dragon. That a It's dog. very Cisco. No, never ending, is... Never ending thong song. Oh, <laughs> no. Falcor, you're right. Falcor is a luck dragon. <laughs> Work. The okay. Diva. Yeah, I'm no, Appa is a bison that flies. <laughs> He's an air bison. And then Momo okay. is like, I don't know, some sort of a lemur. Again, I haven't watched it in years. Give me a break. I've watched the entire series at least three times. I've watched So Cora who was twice. the bitch that was there when he woke up and got on his nerves? On Aang's nerves? Yeah. Probably Katara. Katara. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, not this only having two stars on Google. Uh, on whom? <laughs> the show? Fuck Google. Google Glass Airbender. IMDB. I'm sorry. IMDB said two stars. Wait, Avatar, <laughs> The Last Airbender? Or Avatar. Yes, 2010. The film? Okay, no, you're talking. That's the film. Oh, okay. If that's we're talking about M. Night Shyamalan's Avatar film, then that's deserved. Okay. Because that is one of the worst piece of. Of oh, cinema yikes. that has ever taken place, and the, oh my and god! Will, and no, we have discussed this. We've discussed have the we? nerve. We have discussed <laughs> the nerve. I don't recall this, but yes, it is the movie that has the two stars. The TV series is much higher rated than that because it deserves. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, okay. I don't know how we got here from Malia. I say this to say all of that. To say mm-hmm. that Aaliyah has a new song with The Weeknd. It's called Poison. I listened to it. Um, Who has a new song with The Weeknd? Aaliyah. That's what we were talking about. Not Aaliyah, the girl who passed away in 2001. I know you fucking in lying. In 2001. Oh, Black Ground. You did start talking about Black Ground. Yes, okay. I, did. I, forgot, I completely, I mean, that was like 30 minutes ago. I was but, okay. literally <laughs> getting my backpack and my school clothes together when the radio yeah. told me about her passing. Mm-hmm. That's how long she's been gone. I mean, I was on campus. It was my freshman year. Jesus college, Christ. How much older are you than me? That's there what I'm can't saying. There can be sometimes, that much of a divide. <laughs> sometimes I feel like it's an eternity between us. But yeah, I remember because my mama called me and told me Aaliyah died. And I thought she said, ain't Leah. And I said, girl, who is ain't Leah? <laughs> I don't remember no ain't Leah now. I refresh me. <laughs> And if it, if it were me and I thought that, I would have been like, oh, no. Because I have tons of aunts and uncles that I have no, I don't know nothing about. Nothing Listen, about. Every every reunion, every reunion, I'd be like, my hair got my mama. Don't you remember such and such? She watched you two no. times when you was and three you and a half. No, I don't. And you know no, that I don't. No, I do I not don't. remember this lady. I How would I remember her, name? her from when who? I was three and a half? <laughs> Cousin, what? Okay. No, I don't recall you Honey, at all. If but... I'm clinging on to memories from when I was three, it's not Come this on. bitch. It's not. And I actually don't have any. I literally, my earliest memory is my fifth birthday party at McDonald's. I do right. not remember nothing before that. Not really. It's like what niggas told me happened. So, my, I but think... I remember pushing over them boxes and <laughs> playing a game. I recall that. I think my earliest memory is preschool because we had the lady that ran and owned our preschool was this older white lady that had to be like in her golden era who was dating a very Kodak Black-esque nigga who I think had to be in his 20s. White woman. Oh, Lord. White graying woman. 
Oh, Christ. Uh, who ran a preschool and her nigga was, you know, had a full mouth of gold teeth. And I like, I just remember them arguing in like their little office <laughs> while we like played clean up, clean up or whatever. And so, you know, it's a miracle I made it out and I'm here today, but you were supposed to be eating goldfish and minding your toddler ass business. <laughs> you was not supposed to be what listening were you to this. Doing? Why are you bringing whatever drama you have to my damn job around these kids? Whatever you mad at, it can wait until I get home. And something Niggas. in my memory tells me that he had just gotten out of jail because I, I mean, feel like that Black. was probably discussed by my parents. Because I'm sure if I call my mama right now and I tell her about this, she'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember. Because she was damn. a full adult. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just remember <laughs> that nigga being there and them fighting. But we'll get to Summer Walker later. So <laughs> I listened to the Aaliyah song. And here's the thing. I'm not oh, a fan no. of The weekend's tone. I don't think that's a secret to people who know of me or have followed my opinions for a while. But I will say... Um, you know, we've discussed how, uh, you know, neither one of us believe that these musicians uh, would sign off on a lot of these songs if they had the right, the opportunity right, right. to. But I do think that the song right. is very pretty, mostly because the production is nice and Aaliyah has a very, very pretty voice. And The weekend already has that voice of like, he his voice already gives I'm sitting on a rooftop in the 90s. So it melds yeah. well, I think. And I, I, and I will say that I think that this is probably a better... Co- collaboration than what I anticipate the Drake future fucking 42 Doug records or whatever the fuck else Barry has planned for this <laughs> right. new Aaliyah album that sh- they're working on. Um, So as far as posthumous songs, I, I guess I'll take it. It's not bad. It's actually kind of pretty, but okay. Well, that's good to hear. I yeah. mean, I didn't even know this was out, but it's probably going to be like a whole, it's like an Aaliyah released album. I mean, 20 yeah, years like after the new, girl died. Damn. Y'all it's like, like a new Aaliyah. Hey guys, we're you know, taking what it. we have in the vault and, and giving you collaboration. And scrapping and it together. Like, right. I think all the songs are supposed to have a collaboration on them or whatever, which is just like, it just gives Barry is just begging for money and using Aaliyah yep. for it. That's what it that gives That is exactly what it gives. Because yep. honestly, no shade. The weekend is a huge star. I think that personally, now that he's like mega famous and dating Angelina Jolie or whatever, and fully a pop star and not just doing what? Oh yeah, girl. Oh yeah, honey. Eternal. Oh wow. <laughs> and like he's not just doing the you know I'm taking drugs and popping balloons at home in my closet and and, and you know like I hate life. Like he's like fully getting into pop life. Pop star girls. Okay. Okay. Like I, I, I see. I still am not a fan of his tone and his voice personally, but I see his trajectory. It makes more sense to me now than it did ages ago when he first came out and was doing mixtapes, okay. right? And so, that said, I don't dislike him or his contribution to this single, but I feel like this could have been sickening if it was just Aaliyah. I mean, and that's probably true. It was just. Just give us an Aaliyah song. She doesn't, it doesn't have to be like, what would it be like if Aaliyah did a song with Olivia Rodrigo? Who cares? Who was, right, who was curious about that? None of us. You said, 
it just the whole thing feels like a money grab. It is. And so the fact that they probably went with like the biggest stars who had the biggest budgets to pay for this Leah feature or whatever, like that's definitely what I feel like they did. And so it just makes me feel like, you know, fuck you, Barry, because, you know, I want to listen to that. But also, I really don't want to support you in any way like I don't want to support that man but you know I want to hear Aaliyah singing something new that I haven't heard her sing before you know that so it's just like I don't know I feel like it's a fucked up position for the fans to be in I listen to it on YouTube I don't know how that contributes to I mean that's probably the least amount of money he'll get yeah but it's probably less than even Apple Music or Spotify (laughs) Spotify gives the girls like point zero 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 one sixth of a cent (laughs) For every stream. They send them a notification <laughs> that says, Good for you. <laughs> High five. <Yes>. Congrats. <laughs> you got two million streams. Here's a check for four dollars and seventy-eight cents. <laughs> like, you don't get shit off of them free Spotify accounts. But anyway, anyway, that's not the point. He just he makes me uncomfortable. Same. So but I'm glad you said that the song is good, at least. That's good. For Aaliyah songs that she ain't have nothing to do with or Leah <laughs> collaborations that she ain't have nothing to do with I've right. heard far worse I've heard way worse okay that's real um Keisha Cole says I'm tackling celibacy the entire next year um she says mm. via Twitter that she will be celibate as far as 2022 is concerned which was confusing to me someone who doesn't pay too much attention because I do know that she was dating someone I think she also had a baby recently with someone who's a little bit younger than her um Nikio let me see if I can spell his name isn't it Nikio Kale 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 Nico Kale Mm -hmm. that's him now he got a new girlfriend (laughs) well there you got it there it is here we are in the today oh but yes so she did have a baby in 2019. Was okay. it him? I had no because idea. This nigga's face is giving. She I'm had a baby with three. Nico. Well, there you have it. <laughs> she did have a baby with uh, this Nico person in 2019. So, okay, well, she good. tweeted, I'm taking tackling celibacy this entire next year. Uh, to which someone responded, uh, Great thing to do. To realign yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. I remember when you first came into the industry, said Faithful 828. You were focused. Men were not in your view like that at all. I don't know who the fuck they were talking about. I was going to say, Keisha who? Cole, right? What? <laughs> Men weren't in Keisha Cole's view? Those were the first <laughs> Have you five heard to six album? singles. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> I'm so sorry. So Have you heard the way it up? is? <laughs> no, that's somebody whoever said that has not heard her music. Are you sure you know who you're talking to? <laughs> the whole album is about niggas. <laughs> Are you Either kidding? Way, I should have cheated. <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> what are you? Love, Did you think it was about women? Love, right. Keisha Cole said, she quoted this and said, how do you think I wrote all them songs, boo? Them niggas Thank were you. There. Oh my God. <laughs> Just assholes and full of shit like they are now. Yeah. So I don't know. Then. This is giving, tell us how you broke up with your nigga without telling us. But mm-hmm. 
Good for you. I heard Keisha's back in the the studio. So for those of y'all looking forward to some new Fuck These Nigga R&B jams, uh, and you have just ran still over it into the ground, this might be your time. And also, I mean, girl, with the Omarion variant out here doing what it's doing, you know, the a lot of us are going to have an ice, an ice box where our puss used to be. So you might as well oh, yeah. just go ahead and you know do what you got to do. I mean, except those of you who didn't give a shit before the vaccine came out. I highly doubt Omarion is going is yeah. going. I highly doubt Omarion is going to deter anything your way. But um, yeah, I just I'm still I'm honestly a little bit still kind of stuck on whoever said that Keisha wasn't focused on niggas or what niggas wasn't in her view when she came out because. I'm actually, the more I think about it, I cannot think of a Keisha Cole song that is not about niggas or relationships. Yeah. I cannot think of a single one. Like, that is her thing. That is what she, she had to have for, one that about was these about, niggas. like, ooh, let's go out. Right? If she does, I do not know it. <laughs> if she what's does, the, I don't know it. What's the one with, um, oh no. I was thinking of Let yep. It Go. That's absolutely a breakup song. I was going to say, and is that not about relationships? Yeah, it is. <laughs> It literally is about putting on your heels and your vibe and honestly, and your daisy most, most R&B is about relationships, <laughs> romantic relationships. Yes. So there's nothing wrong with that. But for a fan, a fan to say that, I'm just like, oh, girl, you must don't. Yeah. I don't even get I don't even understand where you how you got there. Cause Cause you know, the girls be like sense. getting into their own wave and being like, oh, I'm about to preach. <laughs> but you're not. Yeah, simmer down because you're you actually are. not. And I'm so so I'm so glad she was like, uh, go go back, please. Me too. <laughs> so that me and listen to them songs because yes. She could have been and, she could have said nothing or been like preached, but she kept it real. John Legend and Kanye were all over that album. I remember is to yeah. me it's still her best album. It is. And so really I good. just don't know. Keisha Cole did not break into the industry because she was singing about like self-love and self-improvement. That was not the content. If her second album cover has, if her second album cover looks the way I think it is in that one slate too. It's the the one that's like, it's giving you like nude, nude colors. Oh, is it? It's like, yes, it's like brown, just like you. Okay. The first and second albums. (laughs) movements <laughs> oh yeah the one with just the pixelated eyes yes <laughs> that shot yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the dyed eyebrows yep yeah correct dyed. <laughs> i mean that's fine at least you're not wearing color contacts uh it's I not mean, like it's hard for me to look at this album cover right it could be much worse but i still i cannot name a single keisha cole song that is not about niggas in some way and it's nothing wrong with that but like you just can't like be a real fan if you thought like maybe you're hearing more about the actual people she's dating but that's probably more because of the internet than anything else when keisha cole first came out wasn't all these social media apps most niggas didn't have smartphones you know the game has changed in that way Damn, but as far yeah it has. But as far as what she is singing about, that has not changed. So please stop. In terms of uh, relationships and love lives, Nene Leaks has a brand new man, uh, oh, okay. a businessman, quote, quote, from uh, a Liberian one <gasps> whose name I won't even try. Not I, her African prince. 
<laughs> yeah, she found her African prince. Not Mrs. her African chocolate. prince. Mrs. Chocolate. <laughs> I know that's right. You better. <laughs> so the girls are all in their gossip about this because Nene and her nigga were at her birthday uh, party a couple of weeks ago looking, you know, sharp. And then even more recently, they there was a clip of them out at dinner somewhere where she kissed him right directly on the mouth. And uh, the girls are all abuzz because, as we know, Nini's husband, uh, Greg, leaks passed away a few months ago after a Mm -hmm. long fight with cancer. And so gossip, gossip, headline, headline, scandal, scandal. uh. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I'm like, honey, if you're, I don't know you, I didn't know Greg, I don't know this nigga, if you happy and he's making you smile and keeping you the fuck quiet, I'll take it. I don't know these people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like First I First of all, that's what counts. Whoever is keeping you off of Instagram, amen to that nigga. Same. <laughs> Let's keep that going. But I mean, I think I would only find this suspicious if Greg had like, either passed away suddenly, which wasn't true. He had had cancer before and beat it. And then the second go, I mean, I'm just saying the second go around, it was like, it wasn't like Nene didn't know this was coming. Not saying it wasn't painful, but it wasn't a shock. Yeah. And then secondly, um, if we didn't know the circumstances around Greg's death, if we, everybody in the world didn't know that he had cancer and he had completely prepared everything for her, in the in the um certain certainty of his death like if that wasn't true then okay i would be looking at this different but nene leaks is like 65 years old and this is not that situation her husband tragically passed away of cancer and so if she done found somebody else to keep her dick down and and off from going live then more power to her and him. I I just she was married. To I can't man. be bothered to get worked up about that for so long. I'm not gonna judge this. Like I I just I simply can't. And There's so divorce? many things I can judge me for. Right? Didn't they divorce for a few years and then get right back married? <laughs> or maybe they never officially got divorced. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if they. I don't know if they ever like if it ever became official. I know they were like if it. I know divorce was thrown around at one point, but that wasn't in the thing. I think that like when his diagnosis mm-hmm. had first come out, they were struggling and like I think his sickness just took a damper. It seemed it it, it took a toll. I mean on on their marriage and their mental health and a lot of things and so i just don't see i'm not interested in judging this lady for connecting with somebody that's making her happy or smile i I just not for this yeah (laughs) many other again of all the things but (laughs) right ma'am smile on i'm fine with that yeah you go on and, and live your life speaking of which well, this isn't speaking of <laughs> So, Summer, yeah, we've done our research, we've done our reading. And, mm-hmm. um, okay. So now we're all caught up in the baby daddy drama. <sighs> Still over it, in fact. Who knew that the title of the album would be about me? I did. <laughs> um, so. Summer Walker has a new update 
on um, the affairs of her uh, baby daddy connections mm-hmm. slash relationship slash uh, novella. Uh, so we got an update via the Instagram after, I guess, Miss Summer uh, picked up her baby bubbles from um, whoever passes them off between parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she posted a very cute photo from London's uh, IG story of the baby. And she put a caption over it that says, you haven't seen my child in almost two months. No call, no FaceTime, no nothing. Ain't even asked for a picture from either me or the nanny. And when you finally get her, this is the first thing that came to your mind to do. I guess the I don't know. Yes, and then the captions. That's have you heard of That's literally what niggas, niggas do. They get their children and then they give them a bunch of gifts that they <laughs> bullshit that the child can't actually use. And then they take a bunch of pictures so they can post it on Father's Day. <laughs> that's literally what they do baby be packed to the sh- to the fucking shoulders full okay. of shit that the plushies that this nigga got from target and ross like i actually I saw the picture <laughs> the baby is I like saw it. i'd actually prefer space if i could have a gift and they always will it would be move room to move <laughs> in my crib remember when future gave little future a fucking rolex and that baby was looking like <laughs> what is this so i can't get a tonka truck like nigga <laughs> Ain't no Paw Patrol over here. Oh, what is a watch? I don't give a fuck about a watch. That's so, exactly what Summer's baby looks like in this Rough Riders chain. Why is this child in this big grown man ass diamond chain? Why? This is a baby. Her head probably can't even. She probably can't even hold her head up straight by herself. Why is she in this chain? I hate niggas. This is exactly what they do. And I want to feel for Summer, but like all his baby mamas and everybody on the internet told you this is exactly what would happen. Oh, yeah. We're getting <laughs> But anyway, anyway. Future was like all of the Bluey merch that exists and you chose this <laughs> bullshit that I don't give a fuck about. Cool. I literally Great. don't understand because Daddy Russ got me a Cars car. <laughs> And we have matching cars, cars, and we ru- race around in our cars, cars, and he teaches me how to throw a football. And- Honestly, my nigga, get your shit together. Is what we I do have to kid say to things, you. right? <laughs> this watch, I feel like Future went home and took that. It was like, Daddy gave me this. I don't know why. <laughs> it looked like it's for real, Daddy. He spent all he spent all twelve hours with his <laughs> Like, oh yeah, great. So oh nice. yeah daddy I love it and as soon as he got passed <laughs> off he took that shit off like <laughs> he gave me that bullshit anyways he wanted some What's light that? up Reeboks stop playing with these toddlers this baby is an infant with a chain on what was the reason Summer captioned the photograph full of slides <sighs> and said I legit hate this nigga bro <laughs> this man <laughs> just told me he don't have to tell me nothing if there's something wrong with my child I'm not sure if there's something I'm going to read. Jesus. Girl. Okay, so Girl. <clears throat> slide one. She's not one of your little cars or props you can just post for clout. I wish you would just go. We don't need you. She has a father over here. We've been the one sleep deprived taking care of her while you out doing whatever. Now, I assume she's referencing Larry, the name of the nigga that she tattooed on oh, her Oh, right, face. right, so right. We, we Larry, Larry, that. Larry. The new nigga, yep. Lord Larry. 
Uh, just go live your life. You don't even have to keep fake kicking it with her because I'm not cool with all that popping in, popping out BS. You leave when I'm pregnant, pop in when she's born, literally leave like a couple days after she's born, pop in when you feel like it, pop out, pop in, pop out. Take your popcorn, corn belt, cornball head ass on somewhere. <laughs> okay, that's uh, the prologue. I mean, and that is what they do. So sorry. That's straight from the future manual. I mean, so sorry. What? He wasn't even there when Sierra gave birth. Aren't all your Jesus Christ. Huh. Oh, yes, I think they are. I'm pretty sure he lives in London. I mean, London. Mm. His name is London. I'm pretty yeah. sure he lives in Atlanta. Yes, with the rest of them niggas. So, girl, hate to hear it. Um. Okay, so... Chapter one. Every time I see that fake stuff, I just go into protect protective mode. The last time I even <laughs> asked you about being involved with her and actually coming to be a part of something we were doing, you switched to the, the topic and started asking me about credits on the album. That's disgusting. Just like, just go live your life. You got to get out of jail. Okay, you got to get out of jail free card, my boy. And she put that part in red while the rest of the phone oh, is white for drama and added emphasis. Mm -hmm. Sickness. Please leave me and my baby alone. Got you. I don't need no child support or nothing. Just go. I'm serious. Your intentions are not genuine towards her. Never have been. Like, who flexes a baby they don't give a fuck about? That's weirdo shit. I'm basically... Oh, okay. Chapter two. I'm basically leaving my child with a stranger. This is uncomfortable for me. Why neither one of them can't even show me a picture of her room in Atlanta? Neither one of them being him and his mama. Oh, okay. She's eight months. You have plenty of time to get her a room. She probably sleeping eight in some months. cheap foldable bed thing you got from Target that y'all placed in the corner. Yes, probably. Well, probably. Because, again, you're not pregnant <laughs> by a nigga. Hey, right. A real ghetto-ass nigga. You did. A nigga who has three other baby mamas. You did. Bless you. Okay, chapter three. Your whole family weird. I see why you like that. Now, sometimes in like a young adult novels, you know how <laughs> there would be a chapter that was just a sentence? Uh-huh. That's it. Yep, I do. <laughs> I loved when that happened. Your whole family weird. <laughs> I loved that. I loved like when I was a kid and I would read those books, like those dr like dramatic fictional books. Oh, yeah. And the chapter would be a page. And, and like those were the gaggers. The best. Yep. Those, that's when like, they decided to fuck you yes. up that's in eight sentences or less. Whole wig off. Exactly. Glue and exactly. And that's what Summer did on her Instagram. Your whole family weird. I see why you like that. Next chapter. I do not care. You want to keep tapping for the internet like you give a fuck about my child. N now they know you don't give a damn. No need to keep capping. Oh That's it. It's dead. Don't call my phone no more, creep. Next chapter. Got more excuses than a nigga going to jail. Next chapter. <laughs> Thank God for stepfathers. SMFH. Now we moved on to the epilogue. Okay. It's lengthy. Okay. Now, this is a screenshot of a text from uh, between uh, London and between Summer and London's mama. I'm not oh, going to read this because honestly, it's pretty sad and lengthy. Mostly because it's lengthy, but also because it's really like, girl. But I will just yeah. say that this is a text between these two women, baby mama and grandmama. 
And she's saying, hey, I'm as a call with the baby can you, or for the baby. She's asking grandma for photographs of the baby's room mm-hmm. over at London's place. So she can see where the baby is sleeping, the conditions into Makes which sense. the baby is sleeping, what the baby is sleeping in, so on, as well as forth. So and Correct. so basically the mama is like, talk to your to the daddy about that. She literally at one point says hit, hit London about it. Damn. And uh, Summer says, I did. No response. If she doesn't have a room, y'all can say that. But, and then she put the little like, okay, finger emoji thing. Does London live with his mama? Or does his mama live with him? Because why would she know what the baby's room looked like? I'd it imagine that like his weird mama assumption. lives with him. Probably. Um, and oh, so then we Lord. get screenshots of, you know, conversation. Well, I wouldn't even say conversations. I would say screenshots of, uh, yelling, uh, by way of iMessage at, uh, London, because, you know, London responded maybe thrice in a scene, <laughs> in a sea of, of messages, blue messages. Yep. she has shared with us. <laughs> Where she's mostly asking, once again, for photos of this baby's sleeping arrangements. And then she's opining about how difficult this nigga is, how difficult he's always been, and how he ain't shit, and he ain't never gonna be shit. Oh, Lord. Um, and then towards the end, she uh, shares a photograph of the baby and, like, a side of the baby's head where it looks like she might have, like, a little bruise or something. Oh, yes, I did see that. And she's asking about the bruise, where it came from, and says this is the second time she then came back with something wrong with her, answered the phone, LMAO, you gonna fe- fucking hang up on me and for the mm. drama. Oh, God. Thoughts? I'm gonna just let you go ahead and, and, and then, and because we're done after this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and like I said, I... So I do, I've, I empathize for young Bubbles, whose name is apparently really Bubbles. It looks that way. Um, wow. Yep. I hope you have Powerpuff Girl powers because you are going to need them, sister. With this as a daddy and this as a mammy, you are going to need all the help you can get yeah. because, wow. Um, Summer and London both have responsibility here to grow the fuck up and do what is best for their child. And even though I think Summer should have paid attention to the thousands and thousands of people who were telling her this is exactly what was going to happen. London still has a responsibility to be a decent father. And that includes letting your baby mama know what the space is. For y'all's child at your house, especially if she is not welcome to come to that house, that includes letting her FaceTime at night to say goodnight to her child when she's gone. That includes letting me know what happened to her. Did she bang herself in the head with something plastic or whatever? And why she has a bruise on the side of her face? Like, you do actually need to let me know what happens to my child. Because if she comes back with a bunch of bruises, I can take them pictures straight to a judge and have all of your rights revoked. I, almost I can do that easily. Like, that can happen easily, nigga. <laughs> here we are in the facts. Literally, don't play with me. Like, I've. <sighs> This girl, I, and by this girl, I mean Bubbles. I just, 
Baby, you know what? When you reach of age and I'm still alive, you find me and send me an email and your therapy is free on me because what these niggas have put you through already in your first eight months of life is some absolute bullshit. And I understand Summer being like, literally just leave my baby alone, leave me alone, go away. It's another nigga here that will be a daddy because I know lots of other girls who have felt that same way about their baby daddies. But like, at the end of the day, You're gonna hate both of the adults, too. they just need to be, both of the adults here <clears throat> need to be responsible enough to do what is best for their child, to put themselves in the other parent's position and to assume a position of responsible, loving parenthood. And that is clearly what is not happening here. So, mm, yeah. You know, I hate the mess. I don't know what was the point of including us in it. We can't do nothing about it. If I was you, I would have taken all these screenshots straight to a lawyer um, and filed a motion to uh, restrict this nigga's custody. But, you know, maybe she did that, too. Not the saying you can't do both, but the bruises especially are cause for concern. Because it doesn't look like it doesn't look like somebody dropped the baby off a counter or something. Okay, I'm yeah, not like, right. trying to be dramatic. It's, it's a baby, but, but tell right. me what happened. Help she's not mobile. Me out. Right. It's not. She doesn't walk. So tell me what happened for my child to have this mark on her face that she didn't have when y'all came and got her. And that is not an outrageous thing to ask. He's just being an asshole. And so I get why she hates him. But also, all everybody told you that this was going to be your life. So it's like. I hate that you had to find out the hard you way. And I hate it most for bubbles. I really hate it most for that infant. You do. You Sometimes you really do. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you really do. I looked this up because I was like, isn't, I'm like, ain't somewhere like a decade younger than me, which she is about. She's 25. I just mm-hmm. looked it up. I didn't realize, or maybe I forgot that London is a fresh 30. Um, wow. But okay. I was like, okay, if if her trajectory is anything like mine, she's around the corner from a true revelation and a revelation. Oh yeah, that's what happens. And you know, <laughs> the light's going to come on. Get to it soon because <laughs> I thought the very same thing is what you just said. I'm looking at all of these bubbles, no pun intended, and these text messages. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? You know, what I mean? like, girl, I can't. It's I don't know this business. nigga. I can't tell him to get his shit together. You have right. literal photographic evidence that you can yep. take to a judge that can help you at this juncture. Cause he, this is the thing. Like, first of all, when I was reading it, I thought the same thing. Even if you hate her, even if you hate her, you think she's the worst. Yeah. She's not asking you for anything that is like unreasonable. She's not nope. asking you to, to do anything that is difficult. She's not nope. asking you to do anything like, just like even if you don't get it and you should but even if you don't get it just take the fucking picture and send it to her so everybody can go to bed answer the FaceTime and let her see her child so that she can chill and go back to smoking hookah at the club and you can enjoy the rest of your evening. What is the You're not going to do about? that because you want to manipulate the situation. You like the fact that your text message is full of fucking blue bubbles. Yeah. You like yep. the fact that she's blowing up and you like the fact that you are, that she's agitated by you and you are not responding to her. And you like the fact that your lack of response is getting to her. And it's not 
because she gives a fuck about you. It's because she wants to know whether or not her baby is sleeping in a crib or in a fucking right. Papa John's box. Right. And so I feel the, the same way to, as you to where right. it's like a part of me is like, I totally understand as someone who does not have kids and doesn't really care for them. I still understand the frustration of like, what the fuck is wrong with these niggas? But at the same time, I'm like, plenty of people were like, hey, girl, here's the evidence. Here's exhibit A, B, C, yep. D, E, F, G. And you were yep. like, no, I don't give a fuck about that because we're different, honey, girlfriend, child. Get into that. <sighs> And, you know, here we are. And, like, so many people have had to go through this. Just because you're famous, Mm -hmm. talented, rich, or whatever does not exempt you. It does not exclude you from having to go through the same shit that everybody else does. And you know what it does do? Create the opportunity for create the opportunity opportunity for you to make great ass relatable songs for the rest of us broke ass motherfuckers that don't have these things. You know what I mean? But do understand yeah. trash niggas and fuck niggas and you know piss poor relationships. So great, fine, whatever. But at the same time, what are we supposed to do, Summer? Not one fucking thing other than talk about it. Not one fucking at thing. This point, we cannot do a thing. You have literally written several distant records about this nigga. You've right. dissed his mama, and now you're We've sending us screenshots featuring him and his mama where they are both playing you. What are we supposed yep. to do? At this at this juncture, Dime Diva, okay, the only people I'm communicating with is not going to be Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, nobody involved. The only people I'm communicating with is either the judge and my attorney or my dogs with the ARs. Period. Yep. So, like, what are we doing here? Yep. Because Although I can if help I was you. His mama, if I was his mama, I would also be like, you need to ask your baby daddy about that. Literally, don't Tr- hit my I mean, line. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't. I <laughs> Do get not, that part. Especially after what she said about me. Like, I'm sure it was true what Summer said about her, but I can still see that woman being like, you need to talk to the nigga that made that baby with you because I'm on the phone with my mama. So... <laughs> that's your business and that's his business and leave me out of it um but also if you know what's going on with my baby as a mother why wouldn't you just tell me it's like like you said they are both doing what they can to keep summer agitated yeah and they both probably really love how worked up she's getting about it and so that's why my primary concern is with young bubbles because wow what a fucked up situation to be a part of as that baby has plenty infant. of time. That baby has plenty of time to be just right if they can get this together. My thing if, is, yep, it's not no impossible. Lawrence and Condola did it. There, no, you did it. There ain't Lawrence no reason for there to be any more talking. Stop talking to him. Stop talking to his mama, and please stop talking to us about yep. this. Go yep. and speak to people that have gone to school and school and school an and attorney. School and school That's right. That can take care you of need this. to talk to an attorney. An attorney. And you said this is not the first time your child has come home with a bruise. I'm sure you have pictures so, from that first time too, girl. Talk to a lawyer. You don't want him around your baby. It don't even have to be up to him. If, Go handle that. You're literally sending screenshots of this nigga begging him to leave you and your baby alone and Girl. saying that you don't have, you don't even need child support. Go and talk to Tell the, the legal children yep. and say, please, yep. here are the exhibits. Yep. Tell this nigga to fuck are. off. Yep. 
Because the shade room can't do it. No, they can't. And they won't. The super, the shade room will literally just make everything much worse for you. And they're going to get screenshots of every single thing you post. So yeah, talk to the judge, talk to your attorney because your baby coming back with bruises is a real cause for concern to have his uh, time with the child supervised or limited or uh, eliminated altogether. So do that instead of deciding to share with the ghetto ass world that just wants to thrive off of drama and negativity. Niggas love that truly shit. Truly and really and really and truly. And I mean, talk about your experience if you want to, but I hope you also hit up a, an attorney for real, because I'll be goddamned if my baby come back with a bruise once and a nigga act like he don't have to answer for it, much less twice. When I tell you, nigga, it'll be a cold day in Hades before you get my child again unsupervised solo. I mean, frosty, bitch. It will be a fucking blizzard in hell before you have my child again. You will have to come over here. Absolutely the with- fuck not. The fucking jaws Mm-mm. of life. Correct. Battering You'll have to have the entire U.S. Army behind you. Because I'll be goddamned. All that shit. Air. You're going to need the whole mm-hmm. entire army of Khaleesi before yep. you see this you are. I was going to say, you're going to need all of Westeros. <laughs> Same way they was when the Night King showed up. You're going to need dragons. Arya fucking Stark, bitch. You're going to need everybody before I let you take my child. Twice? Hell no. Hell Stop no. Stop fucking these My niggas. Woo! Stop fucking these niggas. Stop niggas that wear denim vest nut inside you. <laughs> I don't want to fix some blame. But no, I don't either. That's why my point, the main point is that London should be a decent, attentive, loving father who is ready and willing to communicate with his child's mother. At least Lawrence was that. Like, I really do see now why y'all was so hype about Lawrence. If you I can really send do. us a picture of the baby, you can send Girl, the baby's mama a picture of the baby. You can. You can. You really can. Stop being trifling. I hate you. <laughs> All Amen. right. So that's it. So I, so the hot tops this week. We're going to take a break, read your letters, and that's it. All right. So we're back. It is time now to read your letters. Yes, it sure is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. We've got a few updates this week. One comes from the immigrant girl. Remember who she said, um, like, her American boyfriend really disapproved of the way she sent money back home yes. to her family and all that. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> right. So she said, um, my boyfriend took me out to dinner just to break up with me. And what? he doesn't think we're on the right track. Um, And apparently we're not on the right track because I don't have a one year plan or a five year plan in my head. I'm like, bitch, didn't we almost die last year? Of course, I don't have a plan. I'm barely hanging on. It sucks because I feel like I got dumped for being an underperformer or like I was dating out of my league. But anyways, there it is. The situation is resolved. Um, fuck him what great congratulations actually because I didn't like the way that that bitch was talking to you in the first motherfucking place that's real and who the fuck does he (laughs) think that he is like he got his all his shit don't stink or whatever coming fresh off of a motherfucking pandemic like you supposed to not be able to like figure out a sensitive way to speak to your family and you not supposed you supposed to just cut your family off that lives in a whole other completely different country and different set of circumstances fuck you then bitch go and find your L Woods then bitch or or not well (laughs) Not Elwood, the other one, the um, Selma Blair's character, the one that. 
Oh um, yes, the I forgot her name. You know what yeah, I mean? Go, go find, find you, you an Aisha Curry or whatever. Yeah. Then being, go and find you a fancy <laughs> ass chef, cooking ass, long skirt wearing ass bitch. Then bitch, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you talking about um, good, great, amen. Good amen. for you, um, sis. This is a blessing. Yes, it is. Uh, but best of luck to you as you move forward. We have another ep- update from Allison. If you remember, Allison had the um, job as a personal assistant to a big celebrity who she said we don't like. Um, do you remember that email? Vaguely. Vaguely. Okay. Well, Allison also in that email disclosed who her boss is. And I can just confirm for the audience that we do not like this person. <laughs> it's very true. Um, oh, you know and who one it the- is now? I do. And one of the guesses you threw out was very close, but mm. not quite on the money, well, but it is somebody we don't like. like I'm sure you don't, is. but <laughs> that's because of whatever was in that cup. But Allison said, first, I want to thank you guys for your advice. I mentioned to my manager that I wanted to talk about a raise and she realized that was being underpaid. She spoke to our celeb boss and came back with an offer that was still less than what I was getting paid by the old company that they contracted. And now I'm back to getting paid at my old rate. While I was hoping for even more, it's still nice and it's hopefully a stepping stone to getting another raise once I'm done with this position. This also inspired my assistant to ask for a raise as well. And now we're both going to be making more money and we didn't even have to make a PowerPoint. Just like y'all said, black people really don't ask. So I hope this will give everyone who is listening and might be like me to just ask. I was so afraid and there was no reason to be. Thanks for the help and thanks for all you do with so, so, so much love, Allison. Girl, I'm so glad it worked out because that bitch, the bitch that you mentioned in this email could definitely afford it. So I am so glad you're back to making the money you were making before, okay, even though you're doing more work. I can do it right now. I can do it right now just to piss you off. Because <laughs> um, you're going to be so mad. <laughs> like, I'm certain I know who this is. Um, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a white. But I totally agree. It sucks mm-hmm. how many of us are just so used to having nothing. Nothing. And for the, like, the gap in opportunity to be so slim that it's like when, if we do get through, we're just like, where do I need to sit? What are, this is my chair over here in the garbage? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. I'll take those scraps. Yep. We're we so used to still eating the scraps off the fucking table, you know, many times, if not most times, we're working harder than everyone sitting up at that motherfucking table, table jerking off and doing lines and drinking <laughs> exactly. fucking Starbucks. Yep. We're so conditioned to just take what we get. We're afraid to ask that sometimes we ask in the girls gag like, oh, yeah, I what? I didn't even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Your black ass wants more money. Like, yeah, girl, they will literally underpay you if they can get away with it. But clearly they saw the value that you bring. And so it was not a real problem for them to bring you back up to what you should have been making the whole time. And honestly, you could probably press for a raise even and get it. But I I understand if you feel like, look, this is good enough. And you should check your text. I, I just sent it. fucking knew it. <laughs> disgusting yeah yeah so (laughs) disgusting that person would underpay a black person but i'm glad you're getting your money now sis the fucking 
the gall, the gall of that I'm bitch. Yeah. I'm gonna shut up before I say too much and get you fired. Mm-hmm. Let's. I'm done. Okay. Well, we do have one more update from Frida. I don't know if you remember Frida, but she sent in a <laughs> question last week about candles. <laughs> <laughs> And so Frida says, hey, y'all, Frida here. Thanks for the advice. Oh, Frida here. Yeah, that cute. And just like that. (laughs) My best friend and I definitely have opposite taste in men. So the thought of her trying to fuck my man never really crossed my mind. Initially, I felt exactly like Kid Fury because I had plans to go get them candles myself. But my friend had already done it before I could. Plus, she usually doesn't like my boyfriend's. And this is the first time she's ever bought anything for any of them, including my baby daddy. So I was really confused. Hmm. When, we f- <laughs> when we first talked, I was really feeling away and I got off the phone before we could finish the conversation. Hmm. When we finally really talked about it, it turns out she was going to Bath and Body Works anyway and just picked up them candles for me to give to him. And after we talked it through, I felt silly about it. She and Crystal were right. It was just some damn candles, but we're all good now. Enjoy your Christmas and your New Year. Thanks, Frida. <clears throat> As I said. <laughs> it ain't no as you said. It is. It's exactly as I said. (laughs) Frida, you've been lit with gas, honey. (laughs) No, you have not. (laughs) Why did it take this many motherfucking conversations for you to just say, I bought these candles for you to buy the, for you to give to the nigga? Why did you get so mad that you hung up before we could finish our conversation? Furthermore. Because I emailed Frida back. I said, explain this to me. Hey, girl. No. You can check the inbox because I emailed Frida back. I said, explain to me why she didn't just tell you that the first time. And she said, it's because I was deep in my feelings and I was irritated and I didn't want to talk no more. So I just got off the phone and I didn't want to talk again. So the girl, the friend never even got the chance to be like there for you, bitch, for you to give to him. She was just automatically pissed and didn't want to hear shit else. It is. So Frida said herself. It was just some damn candles and we're all good now. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad to hear that, girl. Congratulations. Yeah, I bet. To you. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but you have really inspired a lot of discourse. <laughs> a lot of people are beefing with their friends right now behind this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going live on Instagram, drunk and angry. So right. um, <laughs> a lot. Of, and you don't have to buy it. But all I will say to that is. You don't have to also. Why did it take so motherfucking long? Of a nigga we shouldn't even, even gotten to the hanging up point. We should have never even gotten to the hanging up portion, doll face. Okay. You could have simply initiated the candle mm-hmm. conversation by saying, hey, True. was that the B and the B and the B? Or the B and the B and the W? What is it? Right. I was at the, the place. <laughs> Okay, and your nigga said he like candles. I got some for you to give it to him. This could have been. Oh, why God. wasn't this clear in a sentence? I feel I feel the same way. Why were you so pressed over your? No, no, that's not what the fuck kind. I just said. You don't feel the same way, so don't try it. <laughs> See, this is you have a friend just like this bitch I'm talking to right now. Y'all like to play games and you like to motherfucking like you like to incept okay. the girls' minds All and right. fuck with them and then try to make them feel crazy. Why didn't you say okay. straight up? Now tell me, do you really want to give me these motherfucking candles forever? Why didn't oh, you say wow. that? Why did we have to even get to a point where I'm confused? 
Why did Frida have such? Why are you telling me to calm down and they're just candles when you could have just said, "Oh no, girl, I got them for you to give to him." Why? I'm not going to give them to him. Why does she have such an attitude that she did not even want to complete the conversation? Any of my niggas' gifts. You've never bought my baby father gifts. What is it about this particular nigga that makes you want to come about of your pocket? You know, people grow up. They change. Oh, they they mature. Yeah, they, they do, do things differently. They oh, do that's that. what it is. Okay, things great. do change. I'm just saying, if you're that, that bitch, tried you, and I'm here. Are to tell you worried you right about your best friend today. fucking your man? It's not are you about, really that. about that. It's not about that. It's not okay, about so that. So what is it? It's so not what about is it? that. Oh, so you wanted to have a part two? You wanted to do this again? If you want to, if you want to, it's because not about I don't that. understand what the. So what is it about? I would. Love Why to are you cracking open your motherfucking wallet for niggas that you just because the candles are ten because the candles are on sale she the girl said she was going to bath and body works anyway were free niggas be buying cases of them candles don't care if they were giving them away i don't care if they were free the price is not about it's not about that why are you thinking about i have a baby with a nigga that you have never discussed getting anything about i have had exes before but you have never why now all of a sudden Mm -hmm. are you after six months like i am going to crack open my wallet and not just buy gifts for myself but for this nigga and then when we talk on the phone you didn't directly say hey girl your nigga said he like this here come get these so you can give them to him you're saying mm-hmm. that i got some gifts for this nigga because he said x y and z That's why have said. why is there a breaking conversation before i can for me to say anything before you tell me that these are for you to give to him why you got to ask Frida and or her friend. All no, I, I don't have say, to ask Frida because Frida has already been my, gaslit, much like you like to do, has, into thinking I that she was the problem. And I want Frida I to reconsider like the fact that that bitch could left them motherfucking like candles you? at Bed Bath when? and Beyond <laughs> or and Body Works or Works Body no, or Body no, no, Party no, 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 no. or wherever the fuck no. she got them shits in the first motherfucking place. Because if there's one thing that I can guarantee you no. about those places is that those candles will be there and they will be on sale again in the mother fucking future bitch you didn't have to come out of your goddamn pocket you who gaslit who i want to know why who gaslit whom you want us to buy that nigga gifts and i want to know why when have i ever in my life gaslit now you? now after i've how? expressed that it was strange i'm making you and question what is you. real now I'm after i've expressed that it's life? strange clocked it and hung up on your ass it's oh i it was actually for i'm you. making oh, you okay. question yeah your, no you're right making, everybody's right with me so me i'm doing that i'm making you question your own perceptions of reality hey, i'm, I'm doing that fucking thing except that's what exactly what gaslighting doing. is that's exactly, exactly except what, what you're is. doing so okay so then i'm not gaslighting because i literally don't do that i don't deny anybody's reality mm. i just said that mm-hmm. first of all i can i can say yeah. that me as as a person, I would not have always purchased something for a very close friend's partner, but it is not something that you I am opposed to doing now. would have purchased anything for and anybody's you, niggas. And you, because and you, because we will you, date niggas for four years. And you, and still be at brunch. Shall we do this? Crystal is giving, this. oh, everyone come and over. Fine. And Crystal but can give that. Everyone that I like, my Correct. If I text you, if I text you, you then can you come can over. come over. Right. 
That's right. And so then you have to look at your nigga that this bitch has known for five years and say, um, hey, I don't know what you're about to do. So, yes, that is not, I'm not going to deny that. So, why that are I have you giving, that. oh, yeah, <laughs> sickening girl, six months in? We're just thoughtful, because honey. Everyone is trying it. And you know why? Because, as you know very well, any one of my friends could do this and I would not feel a way about it. And you would not feel a way if something happened and I bought something for your nigga. You would not feel no type of way about that at all. You said yourself, you would actually question my sanity. Like, what happened to this bitch to make her a whole different type of bitch? Yes, to because that level of kindness but you would not, but what you would thoughtfulness not do, after six but what you would not do towards what would very likely be a cisgender male but what you would, would be out do, of bounds free. It would be out of order and strange. You would not do is question me as a friend and whether you should end our relationship over a candle you would not do that that is so you know it just as well as i do you find most of the niggas that i date listen i find most of the niggas that all of y'all date all of y'all it's not your niggas i don't find everybody i don't think that you personally i would have any concern or trouble with Correct. when it comes Correct. to whether A, is she going to fuck this man or B, is she going to keep in contact with this man when I throw him away? And same with that Candace. Is you. Sure. You would feel the same way about but I know the best them. friends you have known I know all your these life. people. I don't know exactly. Frida's it's goddamn best friend. friend. It's a I don't best know Frida's friend. motherfucking friend. I oh don't know God. her. I don't know. But all I'm saying, and so what I'm saying is, what's the worst that could happen? They fuck? Yeah. I don't care. Honestly, if my man is... I'm not even thinking about If my man is willing... I know, but I feel like for most people, the threat here is that your friend is trying to move in on your man. But like, if my best friend is willing to betray me over a nigga, and if my nigga is willing to betray me over a candle, then y'all can have each other. I would rather y'all not be in my life. I'm literally not that pressed about it. And I trust my best friends. I could... I would leave my computer and phone unlocked around my best friends and not worry about a fucking thing. Same. Not one fucking thing. I'm, because it's about trust for me. Yeah. I literally trust you with anything. Meaning, if you buy a candle for my nigga, I'm not going to blow up and get so mad that we can't even finish the conversation about the fucking candle. Because it's a candle and you're my best fucking friend. That's all I'm saying. Gaslighting? Absurd. <laughs> did nobody gaslight you at no point during this process? Did anybody gaslight you about anything? You want me to feel I didn't. like... What I don't my, want you to feel anything. Feelings. Okay. Nope. I don't want to change your feelings. I want you to understand mine. All right. That's all. So thank you so much, Frida, for the update, girl. You ruined a lot of people's uh, friendships. But let's move on to Megan. Megan says, hi, Chris Lincoln Fury. I'm in a wonderful and fulfilling three-year relationship with my partner, Jada. She's attentive, creative, and compassionate. And we are in gay bliss and planning on getting married soon. We live together and luckily we're on the same page as far as COVID precautions go and we're both getting a booster shot soon. I have underlying conditions that make me susceptible to COVID hospitalization even though I'm vaccinated and as infection rates have increased, I've had to physically distance myself from loved ones many times during this pandemic. Even when family members were sick and friends were struggling, it's been devastating not to be there for the people that I love, but I know it's the right thing to do for now. Unfortunately, 
Jada's mother is anti-vax and she has fallen into the trap of Facebook misinformation. She thinks that the government is trying to manipulate her. Jada's mother is black, so I understand her suspicion of mainstream media and the government, and I respect her right to choose not to get vaccinated as long as she's taking a lot of precautions. The problem is that Jada's mom is still going out and partying like nothing is wrong, and I recently learned she is taking it as far as obtaining a fake vaccination card. Work out, mom. (sighs) This hit me like a ton of bricks. (laughs) Jada's this is uh, so I really like Jada's mom and the two of them are very close. If my partner's mom wasn't black, I would consider anon- anonymously reporting her. But I don't <laughs> believe in evolving the authorities when it comes to black people. I know that's right. White Megan. <laughs> my partner has talked to her mother about getting <laughs> vaccinated before, but she's strong willed and refuses to listen. So Jada does not really want to have the conversation again. Regardless, I told her she needs to have it. Because having a fake vaccination card is not only a federal crime, but it also puts people at risk who are in spaces that they believe are safe and could kill somebody like me who has an underlying condition. My question is, how do I handle this? I don't think I can look at Jada's mom the same again, but I know she's in my life for the long term and there has to be some resolution. What would you both do if you were in my position, especially if her mom still refuses to get rid of her fake card? Thanks so much. Love the show. Megan. Megan's white, obviously, or at least not black. I mean, it was obvious when you said it to me. Yeah, when she said Jada's black mom. Yeah. (laughs) So what do you do if you're Megan and your partner's mother has a fake vax card and is still out here wilding, (laughs) going to the club every weekend, not giving a fuck about nothing? (sighs) I mean, I guess I'm trying to figure out how much of this is your issue. Mm-hmm. Same. And I think where I can land pretty easily is that your health is always your issue. Yeah. I mean, I think that you're definitely within your right in locking shit down in every regard um, mm-hmm. for your own health. Um, and whosoever wants to pretend like they don't understand that. Whosoever. <laughs> you know. I love when niggas say whosoever. I love it. Whoever made up oh, words really went off. Shout out to the Bible. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, definitely in terms of locking shit down for yourself, like I personally, mm-hmm. just within the past two weeks, know of too many people who have gotten COVID. And I'm just like, right. oh, okay, now I've got fully vaccinated and all. Yep. Right. I'm just like, okay, now I have to be scared again. And I'm like, yep. oh, great. Yay, fun. This is a blast. Yeah. Um, so I I honestly feel like at this point it's just kind of like you gotta do what you can for yourself. Nobody is really mm-hmm. confused about anything out here. And I, I think a lot of the I personally personally believe the majority of the people who are like oh the government don't truly believe that you know i i think Mm. there's like certainly lots of people that do believe it and have the reasons whether it's something that they read something that they felt something they've experienced and i get that right but i think that for many people it's like well I just really love going out and, you know, 
drinking shots with my bitches and scheming on niggas or whatever. And like, if I have to act like there is this whole thing going on on Facebook Mm -hmm. to sort of justify that, then that's what I will do. When I personally feel like at this point, can't you just be like, suck my dick? I'm going out anyway. Cough, cough. Like you're going to, I think you're going to look a fool either way. Like, no, I don't know. But Mm -hmm. I think as far as she's concerned, there's no <laughs> hope in um, turning mm-hmm. around this woman's behavior. I personally right. would have zero interest um, in communicating uh, mm-hmm. with her about Same. her actions or anyone else with her uh, about her actions. I mean, and so at this point, it's between uh, myself and did you say the partner's name? Jada. It's between myself and Jada to come to an understanding of what I'm going to do and mm-hmm. what I'm not going to do. Yep. And then we can move, you know, from there. Because once yep. again, her mom's uh, behavior and decisions or whatever are, are natural business. And um, I think mm. at this point, it just has to be about an understanding of, you know, the fact that she's going to have to keep that shit over there. And you also going to have to keep that shit over there. Right. So um, I think I mostly agree with this. I think her mother's decisions are your business in as much as you are expected to be part of, you know, family events, holiday events, birthdays, whatever else. I mean, maybe because they are engaged. They plan on getting married soon. They live together. So Jada's actions. Right. So Jada's actions do impact you. Um, And so since you know that Jada's mother is not just with the fake vax card, but out here wilding and doing whatever she wants to and not wearing no mask and following for Facebook lies, then I think you, Megan, should just simply decline to be in the presence of her mother. Um, and that's something Jada's gonna have to deal with because that's her mama. Um, you have to make sure that you take care of your own health. You know, you have underlying conditions. So I think you and Jada, like Kifiri said, need to work out, um, what works best for y'all as a couple. And maybe if, I mean, if I were you, I would not be going over to her mama's house or wherever her mama will be for Christmas. Um, as hard as that might be to be apart from your partner if Jada chooses to go. But um, Jada would also have to be willing to take that risk and to come home and sequester herself in y'all's home, you know, take a rapid test as soon as she gets there and stay away from you for a few days and rapid test again. Like you have to, it's all these precautions y'all have to take if being around her mama is worth it for her. But you also can say, This is not a risk that I can take with my health being the way it is. And Jada has to respect that. Her family has to respect that. They actually probably won't even give a shit. They might not even notice that you're not there, uh, sad to say. But um, your fiance, at least, does have to take that into consideration. So um, I think something like that is maybe your best case scenario. I agree with you not involving the authorities when it comes to black people, especially as a white person. Um, But for now, with COVID being the way it is, I don't see any other resolution without getting the feds or the state involved. So if I were you, if I were in your position, I would just be like, I'm so sorry. I cannot participate in Christmas or New Year's or whatever. And if you go, then 
that's fine. I can't stop you, but I'm going to need you to make sure that you don't bring COVID back to me because we both know about my health concerns and your fiance should get that. But yeah, it's a shitty position to be in. And I'm sorry that, you know, two and a half, three years into this, there are still people who think that COVID don't mean nothing. It just, I don't get that with so many people dead, but there are still people who act like it ain't shit. So yeah, not sure what else you can, yeah, what else you can do, but uh, best of luck to you figuring it out. Our next letter comes from Iman who says, I'm a 26 year old black woman and I have no patience and a short fuse. A few months ago, my boyfriend and I went through a really rough patch and we broke up. During our breakup, he moved into our guest room and started making dumbass, irresponsible decisions. One of these decisions was getting a puppy. Earlier in our relationship, we discussed not getting a dog. But since he wanted to have a pet so damn bad, we compromised and got a cat because they're less maintenance. But once we broke up, he let me know that he was going to. He let me know that he was going to finally get a dog. dog. Get a cat. Once we broke up, he let me know he was going to finally get a dog because he doesn't have to value a roommate's opinion like he was a girlfriend's opinion. And he needed the emotional support from a dog. I shrugged it off because I already had a plan in motion to dip on that ass anyway. But after a few weeks, that plan fell through the cracks and I decided to tough it out in this apartment until our lease ended. Just when I was finally getting over him, this motherfucker started making grand gestures and becoming a better human being. So I eventually decided to give us another chance to handle our relationship differently. However, fast forward to today and this dog still exists and it's driving me insane. She is a super sweet dog, but our schedules are busy as ever. And my boyfriend refuses to understand why the dog needs to be rehomed. He has been better about doing what he can to keep her on a schedule. But when he can't, there is constant shit and piss all over my house. Although the relationship between us is improving, I can't even walk around my house barefoot and it is always noisy in this bitch. With my schedule of work, school and going to clinic, I have no days off. And with the few hours I get to rest, all I want is peace and quiet and a clean house. Should I just leave the relationship for good because I love my boyfriend enough to want happiness for him because I know how much he really loves this damn dog? To me, the dog is a constant reminder that when we were broken up, he totally disregarded my opinion and my perspective. Should I keep pushing for him to get rid of a pet that could easily end up being his lifelong best friend? Because the Lord knows a dog won't leave you, but I will. Should I just remove myself from the situation? Yes. I see how much he loves her. So I feel like a shitty person for forcing his hand. What should I do? Thanks, Iman. What should Iman do? I don't care. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I'm like, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa holidays, Chanukah, everything that you like. I, I, I literally. Okay. My brain has snapped and I, I cannot take any more of y'all complaining about niggas. You shouldn't be fucking anyway. I, I don't know what I don't. Good luck. What do you got okay. for her, for Claudette? What's her name? Mildred? Her name is Iman. Mm. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so I would say, Iman, I get that your feelings about the dog are wrapped up in what your boyfriend did when he decided to get her. And I also get that you didn't sign up for this. So this dog pissing and shitting all over your house is not your responsibility. So if he is not willing to find somebody, a dog sitter or a dog walker, I'm sure there's apps or um, businesses that will take the dog during the day when y'all can't take care of her. The the piss and shit all over the house is inexcusable and unacceptable. 
So if he's not willing to pay for somebody to come in and take care of the dog when he can't do it, then y'all should have a discussion about rehoming the dog. But if he really loves the dog and you even admit the dog is super sweet, you just don't like the bullshit that comes along with her, then I feel like there are ways that y'all can work around it. Sending the dog to a doggy spa or doggy, doggy daycare for the weekend or every now and then having somebody come walk the dog on a regular basis so that when both of y'all are busy, it's not soiling your fucking home. Like, that's not unreasonable. So I think there are things y'all can do to reach a common ground. But um, if he's not willing to do that, then yeah, it's time to start talking about a breakup conversation. Because me as a black woman, I'm not going to live in a house where anytime I come home to where I pay rent and lay my head, there might be a fucking turd simmering in the living room. I'm simply not going to do it. So if he's not willing to take care, I mean, a dog is a responsibility. You just don't get a dog and then be like, oh, well, it can do whatever the fuck it wants to. Yeah, you just don't do that. You take care of your fucking animals. And that includes taking care of the home that the animals live in. So he should be willing to do that. Simmering shit. Yep. Correct. Correct. Because this is a this is a life that you decided to take over responsibility for. So he needs to be completely ready to take care of that dog. Um, And that includes hiring somebody else to make sure the dog is taken care of and to make sure your home is not fucking ground zero for bacterial infections and whatever the fuck else, because that's nasty. So, yeah, if he's willing to have somebody come in or send the dog to a spa or doggy daycare or whatever, then great. If not, then, yeah, I would say it's time to leave because you des- he deserves his his best friend and you deserve to not live amongst coils of dog shit. Both of y'all deserve those things. You're being but, um, unnecessarily descriptive. Like, you're am I me? Pictures. That's coming from you. That's coming from Simmering, you. <laughs> coils. You're t- like you're painting a picture. What did you Ugh, say about Trick Daddy's booty hole? <laughs> right. What did you Nobody say? Nobody even that knows stuff? what you're talking about. That was <laughs> oh, yes, ages they do. ago. <laughs> that wasn't. was forever ago. Wow. It was you not. tried it. <laughs> it really you wasn't. Tried it. Wow. I didn't. I didn't. But wow. <laughs> uh good luck to you, Iman, as you and your boyfriend figure it out. But yeah, girl, I'm also not gonna live amongst puddles of urine. Puddles. I'm not now. gonna do it. Here we go. Yeah. Correct. You're I'm not going to do it. And, as much of a problem. And you have a dog, so you already know. <laughs> you yeah. already know. <laughs> so it's just, it is what it is. He should be willing to care for that dog, same way you would any other living creature. Um, so good luck figuring it out. That's going to wrap up the questions this week. Send yours to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take one more quick break and be right back. After, After we do. Amazing. Can't wait Welcome to hear this. back to Kid Fury Sport Shorts, girlies. Today, we're not going to take too much of your time. We're just going to go ahead and um, reiterate. You know, we're in week 15, closing up of the footballings. <laughs> okay. Coming into the 16th week, just a few weeks out from playoffs, girlies. 
and just right around the corner from Super Bowl Louis Vuitton International, which will be taking place live and directly in Inglewood, California. California. And so we could talk about the Oakland Raiders defeating the Browns of Cleveland uh, on Monday, 16 to 14. We could talk about the Minnesota Vikings defeating Chicago's Bears. 17 to 9. What a defeat. But what I really mm. would like to discuss is the New Orleans Saints giving one Tom Brady's his first shutout we since 2000. First shutout in 15 years. New Orleans mm-hmm. and their Saints absolutely destroying this white man as long right. as well as Tampa Bay's Buccaneers. Girlfriend, it wasn't until since 2006 when Thomas Brady played for the New England Patriots <laughs> where he was shut out by none other than Miami's Dolphins, bitch. 21 and 0, girl, get into that. Get into it. And so Thomas was like, you know what, girl, those Florida children love it, love their conservatism, love the red. We're going to go over there and play for Florida. And that's what he's been doing with Tampa until the Saints of New Orleans skeet it all over the children and even (laughs) suffering. Uh, uh, and torn ACL. Chris Godwin had a, an injury. Mike Evans and the children injured. Oh, yeah. They still, nine zip, sat Thomas Brady the fuck down. So he has some time <laughs> to think about what he's doing, um, still playing um, America's soccer and the rest of the world's soccer. I mean, America's football and the rest of the world's soccer. Um, uh, thoughts, questions on the Buccaneers' devastating loss to New Orleans? Yes, actually. What did you think about that clip of Tom Brady tossing his tablet in the fourth quarter? Disgusting. Immature, as well as unprofessional Mm. and unsportsmanlike. And truthfully, like, you know, something miss. And by mm-hmm. miss, I'm talking to to Brady. Get right. it together, diva. Okay, get it together. If it's not your time, it's not your time, honey. Right. You've been to a million and five of these things. We're over it. We're tired. We're tired of you. We're tired of your bouffant. We're tired of everything that you stand for, girlfriend. That's what, what? I think. I mean, the Bucks are still going to the playoffs. I'm not sure what you mean by that. We're tired of <laughs> the girl. You're not. I'm not sure what. You, I'm not sure what you think is, no, I is know going you, on. I know. Okay, we're tired of her and her representation. Thank you yeah. very much. And as far I mean, as I'm the- concerned. It yep. may be the Bucks who are going to the playoffs because that's definitely going to be taking place as well as other <laughs> football playing children. But what you need to understand is we're sick and tired of her mm-hmm. gumption as well as her nerve. And that is my take as a professional sports okay. analyst and watcher professional expert. And do you remember do you remember what he said to the Saints sideline? When he threw that pick, 
let me tell you something. Not only do I remember it, I wish I didn't. Vile. Unheard Wasn't of. Wasn't it? And so unspeakable. Ugly. I can't remember. What was it he said? What I was it he said again? So, so disgusting mm. and honestly racist that I can't repeat it. Was it? Yeah. Wow. Super anti black. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because he said and what it. do you Okay. I mean, I'm not gonna disagree because it is because Tom you can't Brady, but right. correct. I mean, Moving no, on. that isn't that isn't yes. quite right. But but it is Tom Brady. So I'll let it go at that. But what did you think of, what do you think was the biggest factor in the Bucks lost that day? Because as we both know, the Saints, mm. you know, the number of touchdowns was at um, what was it a again? Simple nine, a simple nine points. Nine touchdowns. Okay. No, um, a simple right. nine points. How many touchdowns though? That would be one. Okay. That would be and one. So, and mm, so, so, what did you? <laughs> that would very be more. Wrong. That would be. <laughs> Yeah, they do. They do. What did you think was the biggest factor in the Bucks loss that day? Was it the offense or the defense? The biggest factor in their loss that day was mm-hmm. the fact that honestly, New Orleans has the spikes. They have the energy. <laughs> they have the, the the tenacity and they have the overall morale to get the job mm. done. And what was really important at this point was the fact that, you know something, we're not just going to have Thomas Brady come through and play us. We play okay. him the way that we play the game, girlfriend. Okay. You're welcome. Good night. This has been... Um, but this game wasn't... What's this at- called? But Kid Fury Sports <laughs> No, sweetheart. It, I didn't say that it was at home. See, now you're twisting my words to try to make me look I'm like I'm trying to. I, I mean, no, about. you're saying no, words no. that would normally mean one what thing. What you, you should mean do something is follow else. the words that are coming out of my face okay. and understand where I'm arriving. The okay. arrival is the simple fact, okay, mm-hmm. that the girls couldn't take New Orleans on Sunday. It's true. Yeah, it was Sunday. The girls couldn't take <laughs> New Orleans on Sunday. Their defense was impeccable. The children couldn't take it. Their offense on the other side wasn't enough. And they were shut out, which means that they were shut out. Get into it. Okay. So if New Orleans is so spicy, then why is their record the way it is? What's what's going on with their season? Why are they seven and seven? Your problem is that you consistently seem to forget that the name is Sports Shorts. And here we have been. I've answered multiple questions correctly. No, 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 no. I've answered several questions already. You've actually not answered a single question correctly. No, you have not. Swiftly. You're upset. You're bitter. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's poisonous. You said the and I'm Saints tired scored of it. one and a half I'm touchdowns. tired of it. I'm right. And that's it. It really is. Okay. And Amazing. You should be Great. thankful that I've given your okay. faves the praise that I've given them because they deserve it. But you're so work you're you're so intent on trying to discredit my hard work and expertise. You literally asked that me you can't to ask even, you no, no, questions. Sweet. 
no, you no. literally ask me I if said, I have if questions. You, had questions you or literally do. And you've asked three questions Is that so too far many? and given <laughs> no personal quest opinions yet. Because you're working hard on trying to trip me up. And oh, that's no, the problem. that's not true at all. The fact that's of the matter is, I know the answers. The girls I mean, lost well, in Tampa, and that's it. First of all, I first win of all, the end. If you would really like to know my opinion on what happened, I can easily give I'm it. I'm good. Because it's fine. I thought so. Because I, thought so. I win, and you took up way too many time. You you took too much time there <laughs> trying to be ugly. And okay, so we're going to move on. Great. Thank Thanks. you so much for great. the Kid Fury Sports Shorts. Learned You're a lot welcome. as usual. You're Thank welcome. You. Exactly. All right. So we're back and it's time now for the read. Take it away, Crystal. It sure is. I just have two quick things to say this week. First of all, there's a very old video of Juanita Bynum that, well, I won't say very old. I think it's maybe five or six years old. But um, if you haven't seen it, it's the woman who looks like your auntie um, and she's like yelling on video about girls being (coughs) harlots. Um, If you're not black American, um, then I'll just give you a little backstory. Juanita Bynum is um, a singer and pastor, black gospel um type person very much in the television evangelist um way of living and in this video she is talking about girls being at church leading praise and worship and the whole time they got on open toe shoes and strappy sandals and their legs is all greased up and to miss juanita that looked like somebody with a whole spirit that ain't been purged out in God and you'll mm. just go on over to the corner and fuck the deacon any moment during the sermon, child. Who knows? Maybe not even that you won't even wait till praise and worship is over. You're just going to go fuck the deacon right there in the first pew because you ain't got no panties on. And why are y'all doing this at church? And all I have to say to that is Miss Juanita, with all due respect, we all know that you are fighting a lesbian spirit. And that's what sounds like it's popping up right now. Because let me tell you what I have never focused on at the church house is these girls and they toes, they strappy sandals, they lotion, never not once. The church already has problems getting young people to attend services or become members or even to go on a regular basis. Because I feel like most people under 40 go to church when their parents want them to. Christmas and Easter most because the rest of us are going to brunch or taking a nap. We're using our weekend to sleep. We might even get up and cut gospel on and clean the house, but we're not making it a point to go to the church because the church has deliberately alienated us and shit like this. Don't make it no better. Guess who else wore strappy sandals with no panties and lotion? Jesus. (laughs) Are you mad at Jesus as well? I have a feeling you're not. This is internalized misogyny. It's that lesbian spirit that you swore you overcome rising back up in you. And I suggest you handle that and not worry about the youth and they fashion over. You don't have to like what they wearing to appreciate the fact that they are there. Why are y'all not just happy that the girls are there? Because me, I'm not going. I'm simply not going. And I found a church in New York that I like. And I'm still not going. Not just because COVID. But because I can do something else with my day and they stream church. 
So why you can't just be glad that the youth is there and and putting y'all on TikTok and Instagram instead of cussing the girls out for being moisturized and having fashion? Really? And also, just because you think they're not wearing panties don't mean they're not wearing panties. It's called thongs, Amy. <laughs> and ain't nobody going to fuck the deacon in the middle of church. Quit being dramatic. Well, well. <clears throat> no, not during church. Now, we might fuck the deacon after church, but not in the middle of it. Now, come on. The girls have some respect. Mm-hmm. Some. <laughs> I also want to say, fuck you to the Martin Lawrence Walker Hive. What? And y'all know why. Martin Lawrence Walker is the full name of Lawrence Walker, a.k.a. Lawrence, a.k.a. the nigga who will not leave Issa alone on HBO's hit series Insecure. <laughs> It's his first name, Martin. It is. His name is Martin Lawrence Walker. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, niggas would do that. I don't think I knew that. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so. <laughs> you know, it might be some insecure spoilers. If you have not seen the most recent episode, then you might want to skip forward a few minutes. But um, <clears throat> on the most recent episode of Insecure, <laughs> Lawrence decided to take Chad's advice, which is always a bad idea. And he let that Why would charge you him that? up. Why would you, Why would you do, that? do that? Why would yeah. you do that? They both and he decided to. They did. Yeah. Lawrence and Nathan both did. Yeah. <laughs> took poor advice. I but call Lawrence it Tommy decided Cole to. I literally have always and now and there it is and there it is there (laughs) because listening to Chad is like listening to Tommy why would you do that and Tommy and Cole Lawrence did always gave that nigga the worst advice the worst advice niggas who did not have girlfriends or jobs was staying advising him on girlfriends and jobs (laughs) why uh, Chad do not have a relationship with anybody with Leah that anybody would want to have period Chad is a mess but Chad told Lawrence well you ain't even fight for her and so Lawrence decided especially after he got to the party and started charging up my nigga Nathan which I'm not even that closely aligned with Nathan but he started he came for Nathan out of nowhere talking about well Houston meat must not be that good if niggas not staying in Houston for it like come down girl because while LA does have a lot of really good food please don't compare California barbecue to Texas barbecue because that's when I have to step in and it's simply not that's just not it that's just not it girl it's not it. It's wrong on like a cosmic, like. L.A. has skirt. great food. L.A. has great barbecue. Fantastic but don't compare food. it to Texas. Don't compare it to Texas. That's all I'm saying. He and you could have just let Nathan have it. But you everybody felt else shut up. Everybody. Else right. Shut up. Except for high ass Torian, who was looking for barbecue spots on fucking Grubhub or whatever that shit was. <laughs> Torian was like, so should I place when this Amal- order? Because- <laughs> when Amal hit that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, him and his brand new boyfriend that he fell in love oh, with. Oh, yeah, that he met 20 seconds ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> 20 Sick minutes thing. ago. That episode yeah. was so good. I said, wow, this so is gay niggas good. falling in love in 30 minutes. <laughs> Talking he literally about was like, 
went from like where the niggas at met the nigga and then the very next frame got a drink yep. it was like thanks babe i was like yep. oh my goodness look at us look at us <laughs> yeah. but i also think amal was being shady like i think he knew good and damn well yes, nathan was. wasn't gonna be at work he was stoking the fire because he loves mess and because drama and greatest. chaos he is the greatest and i love the way he and kelly go back and forth i still but want a kelly and amal lawrence so bad but Lawrence was really in his feelings when Nathan was like yeah me and Issa looking at apartments so can't do it and that is what motivated him to do the absolute goddamn most while Issa was just taking the trash out and being a good friend Just being a good friend, taking the trash out of her home. She was on his mind already anyway, because she high called the nigga out of nowhere. He's already been in his feelings like she did his feelings. And she got high and called him and then he called her back and she didn't answer. So she was already on his fucking mind. So this light skinned, you know, green eyed, whatever, (laughs) whatever color eye. Nathan. This light skinned pretty nigga being like, oh, yeah, we were looking at apartments today. That only gassed him up even further. He was sick. Because sick. he had already got that piss poor advice from homeboy before he went to the function and saw them there. Did so that did. nigga going that just like hyped him up even more to say it what did. he said. I I know that you know how this is going to end. I have literally <laughs> no. I know that she's not. She can't end with Nathan. Like that's never made any sense. It's cute. It's been fun. It's been you know whatever. That doesn't make sense in the long run for me. I ultimately. Mm. I will say my desire because okay. I really don't know what to expect. I okay. love where Molly is at. Getting high with a mm-hmm. nigga at a function and going and just tearing up some food. Yes. Highly relatable. Oh, and um, I I also, this season was like Molly's redemption season. Shout yeah. out to Dr. Rhonda. Yeah. Shout out to therapy. I hope y'all see what therapy did for like, Molly yes. and know that it can do it for you too. The, her like I thank you like I hope yes. we're picking up on the difference on the in, yes. in her communication and mm-hmm. her approach to a lot right. of things exactly uh, compared to earlier absolutely right yes because but, Molly's ability to like communicate what's happening be aware of what's happening all of that is because of the work she has done with Dr. Rhonda so please <laughs> Please take heed to that. It didn't come out of nowhere. But yeah, I'm I also so love. Her mom didn't die. Oh my God. If her mom was going to die for real, I was going to lose it. Mm, yeah. But yeah, I love uh, where Molly's at. Obviously, I'm not going to tell y'all what happens, but I will just say focus on the real love story of the series, which is Issa and Molly to me and always has been. Don't worry about what niggas she going to end up with, either one of them. Worry about them I'm as friends not. and their growth and their journey together because I feel like that's the real story here. I definitely feel over time that the show to me has been, it hasn't been as as in your face about like, these two people should be together. No, it's kind of been like, Mm -hmm. you like picked up in these people's lives and it's just kind of been, I think, tried to be as honest about those things as possible. Yep, and so definitely. I will be honest. 
There is a tiny little part of me that would like to see Issa and Lawrence get back together. Just mm-hmm. because we started with them together. They've grown. I think they really yeah. both want to be together. And so I do as much as I want to punch Lawrence in his motherfucking face more often <laughs> than not. A little part of me would be warmed in the heart if they did end up together. But ultimately, I'm, I think, more as like a fan of these characters as someone who's invested mm-hmm. in all of these characters i'm more invested in like the crenshaw boss lady like because yeah. when this is after this last episode yeah Issa's development after this last episode all we can do is be like i wonder what these people are doing with their lives after this you know what i mean yep. so it's like to me I'm far more interested in how she's bossing up, how she got from we got y'all to having herself and that relationship with with Molly, because I was far more devastated about her losing her friendship with her bestie than her breaking up with any one of these niggas. Mm -hmm. Could have been over a candle. And even with Tiffany, like moving away like that to me. Yeah, I feel like it's I feel like I'm kind of expecting it to be a thing where we're going to be just kind of like made to (laughs) be as satisfied as we can at wherever we're going to leave them. Cause I feel like someone described it already as like, they're not landing a plane. It's almost like we're jumping out of it and they're still going, you know, like this isn't like everyone's Mm -hmm. final destination. Like these people are going to have stories and lives past this. And this Mm -hmm. is where we're getting out. You know, And isn't that life? People continue to live regardless of when we exit their lives. Their story continues to go on with or without us. And so, yes, I agree with that. You're going to see um, these characters that we have known to love or hate or do both, really, for most of them throughout the series. We're going to see uh, where they go. And I'll leave it right there before I violate some agreement. I hate you. All right. I mean, that's fine. So, Make sure you tune in on Sunday, uh, 10 p.m., I believe, for the Insecure yep. finale, series finale. But, yeah, that's my read for this week. I know. What's yours? I cannot believe it. It really is wild. All right. So I'm going to try and do this really quickly. First and foremost, um, one of my favorite uh, Twitch streamers, Hassan Piker, was banned a week ago, apparently, because... Uh, he discovered during a stream, I think, that two of his moderators were banned from the Twitch platform for using the term cracker. And so he, I guess, in discussion of why that's absolutely fucking ridiculous, was then banned himself for the use of it for about a week. And so here we are now. And that caught, you know, that resulted in a whole bunch of discourse and debate among um the nerds and the techies of the world and you know whatever 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 and so um i don't know how much intersection happens between this podcast and twitch uh, but i really just wanted to remind those of you who may need to hear this that um Cracker is not a racial slur. I mean, cracker is a racial slur the way that, like, an impossible burger is meat. It isn't. It, you know what I mean? It's just, like, it's a thing it's that someone made slur. to be, like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. didn't this remind you of something? But it's much safer. <laughs> like, it's not... Oh, my God, please. It's not, not a thing. Safer. 
Um, I. I just think that I understand that a, a part of whatever, like the bannings and all of this stuff, as far as Twitch is concerned, is mostly because um, when it comes to the, that whole thing, bannings and Twitch, I don't really, no one really seems to understand what the guidelines are, how it works, where, how far the net reaches when they cast it out. It's just like, Anything that they at any point feel like might offend liberal media or whatever, they're like, get out of here. We can't. And so mm-hmm. that's probably what that is. But ultimately, uh, I'm, I don't know what's up with the moderators. I'm sure they're fine. I hope they're fine. Hassan himself is a white passing multimillionaire that is already, I think, streaming again. So he's fine. This isn't to shed any tears over him. I just want mm-hmm. to, again, let y'all know that cracker is not a fucking slur. It does not harm Amen. anybody. It never has. It's never been attacked. Like, no one has ever been called a cracker and then had a flaming cross be thrust into their yard. Say it. No one has Please ever been called it. a cracker and then been lynched or strapped to the back of a motor vehicle yep. and then dragged to their death. Like... No one has been called a cracker and then been prevented from, like, uh, advancing in corporate America or in any form of a workplace. Like, if anything, first of all, cracker in itself is a term that uh, expresses power because it comes from the term whip cracker, which isn't even, like, a secret. (laughs) So it's like that in itself is a term. Like, it's literally something that was used by the enslaved to talk about the people that— enslaved them the people it was it was used to describe the people in power and if anything now is just a way to punch up and talk about people that are still killing and oppressing us to this day nobody is like (laughs) losing opportunity or or space or advancement or anything if anything you probably just don't have respect in certain spaces if someone's calling you a but like and And the thing about it that really annoys me, and I feel like a lot of other people who felt a way about this, is that most of the people who, you know, express all all of this, like, annoyance and frustration, this fake frustration over the term cracker are usually Mm -hmm. incredibly racist themselves and are doing the same thing that you could attribute to something like an all lives matter, where they're just trying to unnecessarily even the playing field as it were, and be like, well, if you you said this, even though they know that truly it doesn't bother them, offend them, affect them. It's just a Mm -hmm. way to be like, well, what if, well, true and 9.9 times out of 10 the people that do that are incredibly racist themselves so fuck off fuck off sit the fuck down somewhere if you didn't know bitch now you know (laughs) cracker all the live long day it means nothing Mm -hmm. except the fact that you should probably get into the fact that your whiteness annoys a whole lot of people it's a detriment to a whole lot of people and at some point you should probably acknowledge that and do better so we can all move the fuck on That said, I will wrap this year up by also saying a quick couple of things. Uh, First of all, Google Maps. I don't know how you work, but please, how the hours of operation. 
Sometimes I'd tap into Google Maps or whatever to see the hours of operation of a certain place that I need to go to. Oh, yeah. It is frequently wrong. And it is very frequently wrong. And the Mm -hmm. other day I decided I needed to go down to Publix to go and grab a couple of things because who wouldn't? And Google told me that the bitch closes at 11. And so I walked down a couple of maybe 10 blocks to the Publix, pulled up. Mm. Little do you know, or surprise, surprise, it closed at 10. All right. Mm. So fuck Google Maps for that. And furthermore, (laughs) fuck the disrespectful security guard that when I walked up to the door, blocked it. And instead of saying we're closed, went tap tap with his fucking uh, walkie talkie at the hours of operation sign to Uh. like direct my attention to the fact that they were closed. Bitch, let me explain something to you. Use your words. (laughs) I know that we're in a pandemic. It's mm-hmm. airborne. It's coming out of the girls' mouths. But I had a mask on my face. So you could have parted right. your two lips and said, girl, we're closed. <laughs> Even with an attitude. The fact that you decided to tap the fucking sign right. rather than just saying we're closed, bitch, who the fuck do you think that you are, King? Like, come on now. Rude, disrespectful, you think I knew out of y'all bounds. Were and I it's hope that like you I had a shitty day. Up. And I hope that you had a <laughs> shitty motherfucking evening. And I hope that you, if you, I hope if you went home to somebody that they got on your everlasting goddamn nerves. <laughs> Furthermore, then I went God to go nerves. and take a lift back home because my fucking knees hurt, and for whatever fucking reason, yes, Amy, <laughs> for whatever reason, the GPS. For my Lyft driver, gave him the wrong place. My location in my phone on my side was correct. The address that I put in was right. Everything on my side was right. I guess for him it was not. Because this motherfucker was about three, three, two, three blocks away. And, you know, just sitting there. So I called him and I'm like, hey... <laughs> Hey, I'm actually over here. Like I'm a couple yeah. I'm down the street. He was like, well, you put the wrong address in because it, it, it says that I'm supposed to be over here. And I'm like, bet. Great. Well, I'm not there. I am done here. <laughs> and I hung up. Right. And so hmm. I went back into the app to go and cancel the ride and call somebody else. But I saw in the app that he like pulled off and he was driving in my direction. So he comes and he picks me up. He takes me to my motherfucking destination. And to that, I say there have been so many instances where my driver, it like pulls up in the wrong place or whatever, has some sort of location or route issue and says to me, Oh, the GPS, Oh, the GPS, Oh, the GPS, Oh, the GPS. I never come out my neck to y'all. I never, even when right. it don't make no sense to me, even sometimes I don't even believe y'all, I I leave it. Mm-hmm. I leave it. So why, when it's me, am I getting yelled at? Right. So I say that to say, overall, Miami, I'm tired of y'all. You bitches still can't drive. Congratulations. The title is still yours. Still the worst <laughs> motherfucking drivers on average in the goddamn nation. Y'all motherfuckers are horrible. As well as racist, the weather has been destructive to my overall skin, and y'all bitches don't wear a mask. Let me tell you something. I've been here for a while now, working my motherfucking ass off, and being away from my hometown has allow- allowed me to appreciate it 
far, far, far more than when I lived here. Miami is a beautiful place. The black culture specifically in Florida is the best thing about the state. It's the best thing Mm -hmm. about the city. Miami is sickening in so many ways. But everything that I just said still applies. You motherfuckers are racist. You bitches can't drive. You don't give a fuck about COVID. And I'm sick of it. I like... Beautiful place. Love it. Hold it dear. You're my heart. And at the same time, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. The end. (laughs) I'm done. Oh, man. God bless Miami, Florida. Which is still a part of Florida, and that is going to wrap up this week's episode. You snuck that the in there because you tr- like you, you wanted so to try to be cute, and it's fine. I'm not <laughs> no, even going to address it because I it is. I, I already <laughs> said that. I did. I did. It is. It is Florida. It's fine I, because, I as I said, everything that's great about Florida is black, and that's from Miami to, for, to Broward, Tampa, Tampa West Palm, yep, Jacksonville, St. Petersburg. Um, uh, all the places. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could extend that to all of America. What makes us America great is not the white people nor their contributions. Yes, but there aren't as many colonizations that are just like, ooh, get rid of the whole thing as there is with Florida. Oh yeah, that's true. Niggas so, are. Con- I mean, there's a whole gif about getting rid of Florida. <laughs> Niggas be like, just cut that bitch out. So there are still yeah, pretty right. great parts about it. And those yeah. great those great parts it's the nigger parts. are yep. black Correct. and Disney. <laughs> black Disney <laughs> Universal Studios. That's it. Oh, I mean, I agree because I had the time of my life at Harry Potter World. The time of my goddamn existence. I it's loved every minute of it. it you can go, so I think good. there's a Harry Potter World in LA. So I mean, I we went in, we went in Florida and I, it so blew I my mind. Do. I was so happy. I had a butter beer. Oh my yep. God. Anyway, anyway, that was before COVID y'all. I don't know what y'all doing now, Chocolate but, dogs. um, yeah, there's all kind of shit. I, oh my God. We went to the little wand. We went to the wand house and we sat through the whole exhibit where the nigga does like a, one person in the room, the wand chooses them. And my friend got chosen to have her wand choose her. And she was like part of the whole thing. And it was it was great. I just loved every fucking minute of it. And I can't wait to go again in 2025 when it'll be the day safe. that they <laughs> randomly pick me will be the worst decision that they've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> so You're going to spaz inside of Ollivander's. You're going to be the nigga who had all the fireball shots in his butterbeer. And I'm going to be spread eagle. You're going to be an Ollivander's acting a fool. Everyone's going to want me to leave. Um, But it was a great time. So, yeah, I will give Florida. I will give Florida Universal Studios, Disney and Negroes because those make just about every state better. Pretty much all we got. Yeah. So that wraps up uh, the last episode of 2021. Thank y'all so much for uh, rocking with us throughout the year. Make sure you follow us on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Yeah, and I just want to say thank you. 2021 in some ways has been worse than 2020 and (laughs) in some ways not. Like at least we do have a vaccine on the downside. Niggas aren't getting it, but um. It's just been wow. a very trying. T- <laughs> There's no way the mic. Did. What is that? Sirens. That was my. What the sirens? 
In my oh, I thought you meant the sirens in the background because I live in New York City where Omicron is running her ass through like a goddamn Tomb Raider and taking everybody out. Thanks to SantaCon and uh, Thanksgiving, that bitch is absolutely having her way. That's for another. We can. Why wasn't that bullshit canceled? Who cares, right? And yet here we are now with uh, every day. About that so much? Can't you and your and your your little friends, your group, yeah, and you could eggnog at home, yeah, and watch you could whatever, like you could, you could, or you could dress up and go do a bunch of bullshit and spread disease during a pandemic. It's up to you, but um, it's just like, yeah, it's frustrating and we we can skip some things. We can skip. You would think, but the SantaCon niggas, they really care about SantaCon. And I hope they had a good time because that's probably the last good time anybody's going to have in public in this city for a long fucking time. Me either. Every year for SantaCon, I'm just like, girl, y'all fucking got it. Creepy. When I tell you I won't be nowhere near that, I watched one segment where uh, Deezus and Meryl went out interviewing niggas at SantaCon. And I was like, girl, when I tell you I will never be a part of this bullshit. Anywhere near that. As long as I've lived here, I literally don't want no parts. So leave me out of it. But um, yeah, this has been a it's been a continuation of a very wild time. So thank you so much to everybody who has listened and supported us and um, been patient with us, not just this year, but, you know, since we started doing the show, we've been around for a long time and it doesn't go unappreciated. So anything else from you before we leave? I echo these for the year. This has been a very rough year, much like the last one, but it has also come with um, really, really amazing opportunities and a lot of really great insight. Um, And over the past couple of months, especially I've been working my ass off harder than literally I ever have in my life. And I have noticed at the same time that you most of you, nearly everyone that I have seen has been incredibly understanding um, in, you know, just the way that we approach and when we have been late sometimes or whatever, y'all have been gracious and understanding and that I appreciate a lot because it means a lot to, you know, do this show and stay connected with y'all, but we are still human. And sometimes I literally want to blow my own head off. So understanding that y'all would be like, oh, it's cool, girl. That means a lot because we've definitely had eras where the girls have been like, I will actually come to your house and I will kill you if you don't give me my dose of the read. So it's growth. Everyone's growing. We're all growing. Everybody, see, just like Kelly, just like old girl who bought the candle for her friend, everybody's growing, doing Mm -hmm. new things. And um, I just cannot tell you how much I appreciate that y'all let us be human now because it means so, so much. So anything else from you before we say goodnight and goodbye? Au revoir to les girls before we go. Um, Spider-Man was fun and Mm, I won't be going to the movies to find out, but I believe you. Uh, yeah hug someone mm-hmm. that's vaccine i don't know i'm going to tired but i tried <laughs> all right y'all take care of yourselves and we will see y'all next year 